If you're searching for a wrestling podcast that's filled with fun, this is definitely David Boy Smith's yeah, finest it's... fucking moment. He goes, he fell on his ass. He <laughs> <laughs> fell on his ass. <laughs> Couple of haters. Couple of haters. Couple haters. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling nostalgia. I will take you back to May 26. 1996. It was a stormy night. <laughs> the wind was howling. <laughs> Latest pro wrestling news and rumours. We've heard about the situations between WWE, Sasha Banks and Naomi. And hilarious tangents. Oh, what the Let's fuck is not tangent off. No Samoan spikes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Tangents! <laughs> then look no further. Join your hosts, James, Stu, and Johnny, and subscribe to Top Turnbuckle Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Top Turnbuckle Podcast with me, Stu. Me, Johnny. And me, James. How have we all been? <laughs> Tired. Not too bad. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. I've got a fucked shoulder, but other than that, we're all yep. good. We're yeah. all good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we hope you're well in listener yes, land too. Indeed we do. And us here at Top Turnbuckle Podcast. Here we fucking go. Here we go. Here we go every time. Today we'll be taking it to the extreme. We are living dangerously. Poorly dangerously. Oh, oh. There is a heat wave going on because we are stepping into hardcore heaven and some would even say we are guilty as charged because we are kicking down your back door and going straight in to the big ass extreme bash I bet you wished it was December so you could use December to dismember. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, yeah. There you go. Did you use heat wave in there? I did, Oh, you yes. did, yeah. There's yeah. yeah. a heat wave going wow. on. Wow. Yeah, stepping into hardcore heaven. Kicking in your back door. <laughs> did you get crossing the line again? I didn't, no. I, oh, I didn't want to go too fail. far. I didn't fail. Wanna, get out. I thought I'd leave it a big-ass extreme bash. Yeah. <laughs> That's so wrong. Well, I think we're really happy to do this one, though, because we've focused a lot on WWE, and we are going to mm. start to move away now, guys. We're yes. going to start to move into ECW, and I want to do promotions like in their heyday, mm. like TNA, oh, yeah, Bonner, yeah. and things like that. So even some AAA, maybe. Yeah, man. The wrestling world is our oyster. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've got a lot to cover. We have indeed. And especially after Johnny's fantastic, hardcore, <laughs> extreme backdoor smashing introduction. Out of interest, uh, Johnny, how long does that take you to do? Oh, it just comes out. Does it really? Yeah, it don't how, take long at all. How long do you sit on the toilet writing these? <laughs> Let's face it, that's got to be where it I happens. I walk around with it. <laughs> what makes me laugh is, right, I'm doing like, because I, I tell the audience this, I'm doing a... Uh, exam at the moment for a degree and Johnny writes like more than I do <laughs> unlike his notes <laughs> yeah, notes yeah, what a unbelievable well, he's, yeah. he's just shown me how much he's written on me as this promo thing this promo oh. is going to be I've written like six lines exciting he's got a whole page I feel on <laughs> each of you and they're both completely different fucking hell yes. so this episode for me is going to be a little bit different guys I am actually 
going to step out after the top three and the best dun, dun, dun. ECW people. Yes. <laughs> because one, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up all night because we've got a new puppy. And two, I am in the middle of a exam. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. But we thank you for taking the time anyway and sitting in with us, James. It is massively appreciated. Indeed. Thank you. We yes. should do. It's your house. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm just saying you get on a bit. Nice one. Should but, we announce our topics? Well, we've got an action-packed episode this we week. We have indeed. We have Judy Bagwell on a poll watch along. I can already say what I've got to say about that right now. Oh. We have obviously the reading of the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels in the style of Shakespeare. That's amazing. <laughs> we have Billy Gunn, ass man, being read. <laughs> um, We've also got to announce the next one. Yes, yes, that will be coming soon as well. And obviously the topics. Which are? We have indeed. And our topics for this month's episode are our top three ECW wrestlers. And for our best and worst moment, as it was my pick for this month, um, I went with best ECW champions. Extreme. And as always, we uh, we end things with the news. And don't forget our most important subject, Danhausen Watchhausen. (laughs) <laughs> which is going to be really fucking short this time. Yeah, I've been looking out for him. I, oh, mate, I've been I've, struggling. So just cutting in just quickly, yep. I'm going to do something different. So mm-hmm. Ooh. what I'm going to do, because it's my pick this week, or this podcast. Month. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to do for episode 18 is I'm going to tell everyone now Ooh. Episode 18's yeah, so best the 20. and worst moments are going to be. So, we had a really, really interesting uh, request. Yeah, from we did. A good friend of ours, Darren Brown. Yeah, Mr. Brown. Hello, Darren. Hello, Darren. And, Darren, I am going to take your pick. Our top three are the best wrestlers, in your opinion, outside of WWE. Right now. Right now. So they can be from any promotion apart from WWE. We are coming away from WWE. That's a good one. Yes, I like that. I like that very much. Now, for best or worst, shall we discuss live for a laugh what we should do? Go on then. Okay. What shall we do? Oh, (laughs) best or worst? Best or worst? Moment. Um, do you know what? Seeing as you two have banged on about it so much, isn't it about time that the Dungeon of Doom was finally done? <laughs> That's all bad, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. And good. Well, there is no good. No. We can. Okay, so what we'll do is... That's brilliant. So what we'll do is we will take on the Dungeon of Doom. So... It's not necessarily going to be a best or worst. Oh, it's definitely going to be worst. Yeah, because we can't give a best. So what no. we're going to do is we're going to go through each individual who was in the Dungeon of Doom. And have a little look at them. Yeah, and have a little look at them. Now, online, on YouTube, there is a brilliant playlist, which I've showed these guys before. Yes. Where you can actually watch... Each individual from the Dungeon of Dooms promo as they enter. There is a lot. Whatever, whatever 
that realm is that they go in because I do not know what that's called. I'm there sorry. must be a name for it. I'm the dungeon. The dungeon. <laughs> Whatever. Of Doomy Doom. Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Doomy Dungeon of what, what I would suggest, guys, anyone listening, is go onto YouTube, if you can, and watch those promos because what? they are absolutely hilarious. You've got Ed Leslie acting like a complete... Dick. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Hugh Morris. Ming. Because oh. Hugh, Hugh Morris has got something wrong with him where he keeps laughing, hasn't he? Yeah, because he's humorous. Yeah. Yeah, that was the play on his name, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yes. Before it all went so wrong for then, him. Then you've got people like, real old school people come in, like the one-man gang, and it's like 1995, <laughs> but it's like straight out of 1988. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's yes. just great. We will dive in. There, Don't there is, too much. Yeah, okay, there is so. far, far too much shite <laughs> to, to wade through on this, and there is no way you can do a best topic for this one. It, it's impossible. I'm sorry. I think it's all going to be the best. Oh. Yeah, I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Okay, so that's that done. Yeah, lovely. Um, one last thing. Um, Easy Way Merchandise, our latest sponsor, Thank you for the T-shirts. Oh, yes. You can also buy and purchase these now from the website um, by contacting us or, yeah, or just send us a message. Yeah, I've, I've posted quite a few times on our um, community page. Uh, the best thing to do is click on our email page, um, which is on every single post I put out um, to do with our T-shirt merchandise from Easy Way. Um, email us the size and then we will forward on the information over to yeah Easy and there we go yes 18 pound bargain bargain best quality you can find fucking is man it's nice we are all currently sat wearing our t-shirts that we <laughs> got from nothing them. else just the t-shirts yeah no pants no socks <laughs> each other's James pants. is frowning <laughs> turn that frown upside down I was guys <laughs> try <laughs> And do this podcast after no sleep on a horrible <laughs> sofa, curled up, bad neck. <laughs> I'll swap your bad neck for my fuck shoulder. I might actually take that trip. You're on. Go for it. So before we do jump in, as I've got the two readings this week, oh. the Arse Man and Shakespeare's Sexy Boy. You're going to do one now. Do you now. want me to start with one now? Yeah, let's. end with one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... What would you like? Don't mind. Well, personally, <laughs> I really want to hear the um, the Shakespearean one last. Okay, right. Billy Gunn, ass man it is. And I put this up as a poll. First, it was actually um, requested by Rob Holmes, um, but I did put it up on a poll. It received 36 votes. 73% chose this. So, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Are you steady? Billy Gunn, ass man. Yeah. I'm an ass man. Yeah. I love to love him. I love to kick him. I love to shove him. I love to stick him. I love to flaunt him. I love to watch them. I love to pick him. What? And I'm going to kick him. 
because I'm an ass man. <laughs> this is the greatest thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm an ass man. Oh, God. Yes, I'm an ass man. <laughs> ass. <laughs> I'm an ass man. This is beautiful, John. <laughs> so many asses. Yes, my favourite bet. <laughs> so little time. Only a tight one can stop me on the line. <laughs> I'm a lover oh, of every God. kind. <laughs> and the best ones always stick up from behind. Because I'm an ass man. Mm. Yes, I'm an ass man. You spot us here, Johnny. Yes. I'm fucking ass. crying. <laughs> Buns of glory. Buns <laughs> of steel. <laughs> Your ass will give away the truth of how I feel. You walk behind me. I feel the heat. That's why girls don't walk behind me down the street. Because I'm an ass man. Yes, I'm an ass man. I didn't know this was so technical. I'm an ass man. It's not finished. Ass. Yeah. Oh, God. That was absolutely beautiful, Thank you so much. Oh, I struggled oh. with that. God, oh. I'm sweating. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, That's thank you. I'm just going to take some beating. Oh, do you know what? Thank you, 36 votes, 73%. Oh. And Rob Holmes, thank you. Yeah, thanks, You Rob. are a legend, Oh, Rob. my God. Jesus. I think you've spoiled us, though. I really do. He's got a few other good Give ones, like Chosen <sighs> One. I think that's quite a good one as well. Oh, chosen One? Yeah, because he was the Chosen One Billy Gunn, weren't he? Oh, yeah. And I think that's just as good. What, the one Billy oh. Gunn? Oh, the one Billy Gunn, yeah. Yeah, that's another one that's going to be... I've got a whole a whole list of them all. I've got some good ones coming up. <laughs> Fucking hell, Did man. you see the post that I put in the chat to you guys about all yes. those songs? Yes. Right. Whose turn is it? To do the uh, theme this week, the uh, what the watch along. I've got the watch along ready for the next one for the for episode eighteen, isn't it? Mm. Okay. Unless you want to do two, we could throw two in if you want, or I could save that one to the following one and we'll do the one. I'm the I'm one. gonna jump in. Go for it. Okay. What I want you all to watch. You're gonna love this. I want you all to watch the 1987. Slammy Awards. Okay. Is it on the network? Or is it, it is on YouTube. Yeah. I actually have it on DVD. You have that. I have it recorded from TV. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. The Holy Grail. I've also got the 86 version as well, I have think. Have you really? Yeah. I watched it and I felt like I'd entered another fucking dimension. I will bust them out. I've got them somewhere. It is unbelievable. Did you say bust a nut? Bust a nut. (laughs) Over the ass, man. So I'm going to give a little spoiler to the audience. This is how epic this award ceremony is. This is where Vince McMahon's stand back comes from. Oh, brilliant. I'm sold. I am sold. And here's, here's the kicker. If you think that's the most epic thing on that show, mm. you are very much mistaken. There are so many epic moments on that show. It's unbelievable. So How about this? You have picked the next theme for me to do. Should we yep. announce it now? Do Go you know? for it. What was it? It's um, 
Biscuits and gravy. Um, and it is... Jesse and... Festus. Festus. In the style of James Blunt. Absolutely, yes. In the now, style of James Blunt? <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. What, like, beautiful? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I want that. a proper sonnet. Oh, yeah. That's going to be beautiful. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I, I might even sit on a beach with my top off. And slowly just take your watch <laughs> yes. off and jump into the River Stour. Yes. Mm. But with that, I'm going to I'm gonna throw something else in. Oh. You can pick a song... From that Slammy Awards, and I will also do that. Fucking hell. <laughs> do you know what? There that are was... so many good ones that it's really hard to pick. You haven't even got to think now, you can. Bro, I'm going to go for one straight off the top of my head. Go for it. I'm going to go for it. It is the WWF Superstars, but fronted. By Coco Beware. You should know what this is immediately, <laughs> I know Johnny. what this is, yeah. Pile Driver. Pile Driver, yes. There we go. That's all of our topics announced for the next I'm episode. Gonna... We haven't even started <laughs> yes. our first topic yet. And what I'd like everyone to do at home is get their YouTubes ready. And I'd like everyone, to, when, jo- when Johnny starts next episode, to have the YouTube music video going at the same time even better <laughs> if you want to do this this is a lot of hard work so you don't have to but um you all record yourself singing along to it and i'll make it into one big long music video has well, any, don't think it will happen but <laughs> has anyone seen the music video oh yeah yeah okay. yeah should have got an emmy better, i might even dress like coco beware while i sing it next time do it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are we ready to start? I think, we're <laughs> yes. I think because I'm going to make a hasty exit after top three and best, that's why we've done that, guys. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. worries. Absolutely no, fine. fine. Okay. Um, right, then. Do you want a brief history of ECW? Yeah, go for it. Down. So what we're going to go and do first is, as always, is our top threes, and with this one, it's our top three ECW wrestlers. Over to you, Johnny. Right, ECW. Brief history. It was founded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in 1992, by Todd Gordon, the pro- promotion showcased various styles ranging from lucha libre to hardcore wrestling, and soon became the number three promotion in the United States. ECW has its origins in 1989 under the banner Tri-State Wrestling Alliance, owned by Joel Goodhart. In 1992, Goodhart sold his share of the company to Todd Gordon, who renamed it Eastern Championship Wrestling. When Eastern Championship Wrestling was founded, it was a member of the NWA. Shane Douglas would throw the title down, and shortly after, it would be sold to ECW head booker Paul Heyman. The following years, ECW would have a working agreement with the WWF, regularly trading talent until 2001 when they would go out of business. The end. There we go. Beautiful. Sorry, while you were doing that, I just want yes. like to tell the audience, me and Stu watching on silent pole driver. The I had a feeling you were. <laughs> so, who would like to go first for this? As it was your pick, would you like to go? Oh, why not? Why mm. not indeed? And so, for my, because in reverse order, for my number three pick, I have gone with the legendary Taz. A human suplex machine. Absolutely. Previously known as Kid Crush, the Tasmaniac, and the Tasmanian Devil himself. Um, 
The one thing that did always make me laugh was the fact that obviously Taz was only five foot nine tall, but he was billed at two hundred and forty pound, <laughs> which always cracked me up. Um, Can I just interject something there, really quick? Yeah. Has anyone ever watched the Royal Rumble two thousand and one and seen the guy with the sign? He continuously changes signs. I think I know who you're on about. He's in the crowd. Yes, right. I think I remember. think he's former ECW. Okay. He every time. I don't know how many signs he's got. This is a tangent, right? I don't know how many signs he's got, but every single person who comes out, he's nearly got a sign for. Yeah. And just when you did that, I had this vision when you talked about how short he was. His sign for Taz was, my crap is bigger than Taz. As he <laughs> came out. This. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was right on screen. You could see the security guard keep grabbing him. And I don't know where this guy was getting him from, but he had like... Legend. 30. Who put him out while he was there? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, that's all right, no worries. Um, you can quite honestly say Taz was never really um, the stereotypical profile of a wrestler. He wasn't that big guy, that you know, the massive, muscly, six-foot-plus kind of guy. And only five-foot-nine, um, quite frankly, that didn't mean shit to Taz. He was an absolute wrecking ball. Yeah. Absolute wrecking ball. Um he made his professional debut in 1987, June 3rd, in San Juan, Puerto Rico in the early 90s, and he wrestled for IWCCW. In 91, he would join the CWA, uh, leaving with his fellow friend and wrestler, Tony Rumble, and go on tour with New Japan. In the same year, he made his early WWF debut, where he was defeated by Ray Odyssey. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't um, know See, <laughs> occasionally I will bust out a nugget of, um, yeah, nugget of info. Yes. <laughs> um, in 95, during a show four at the time, Eastern Championship Wrestling received a spike pile driver from Dean Malenko, which Taz even stated happened so fast that he couldn't um, get his arms up to protect himself, um, causing him a serious, serious neck injury. Um and I, I got this from a, a quote online. Um, yeah. According to Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer, the hospital staff couldn't believe with an injury that serious that he just walked into the hospital. Yeah, he just walked into the emergency room. <laughs> uh, they were absolutely dumbstruck. Um, I, again, that's a testament to how tough Taz actually was. Yeah. He was just fucking hard as nails. Um, I love the guy. Yeah, I do. Especially through, I mean, his EC career was, ECW career was fucking outstanding. Yeah. And he was just a solid worker. I, I, I think it's best to leave his ECW work and not go any further, don't you? Yeah, I, I flat out don't want to acknowledge anything after that because it was, it was a travesty. I think apart from the Kurt Angle win, mm. yeah. I think after that we've just got a complete derail yeah. such a great... Yeah, talent. yeah, yeah. 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 Just, just something I'd like to add. Mm. We have like the uh, wrecking machine, suplex uh, wrecking machine, don't yeah. we? But what we do have is we, we start off with the Tasmaniac. Yeah, I'm just thinking that. Yeah. Right. So we we actually have a totally different character that yeah. starts off, and then Taz actually morphs into a very early modern version of a mixed martial artist. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And and goes quite serious. So he goes yeah. from being like almost like this barbarian, crazy sort of animalistic character to this very serious mm. character, and it's it's a testament to him that he did that. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, just solid worker. I think you'd be very, especially for his ECW career. I think you'd be very hard pushed to find a shit match of his. I think one of the ones 
which I think was really sad. And I hate to bring someone up just in case they're on anyone's list. Mm. But he never got on with Sabu, apparently, according no, to himself. Yeah. And I think that that damaged their chemistry in the ring a lot. They had good matches, but I think they could yeah. have had something really epic. They could have had, yeah, they could have had something incredibly special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is a shame. Do you agree um, with that, Johnny? Yeah, I yeah. do, yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to quickly find, uh, end that on, you know, his ECW title accomplishments that, you know, he was a two-time world hip, world heavyweight champion, uh, two-time FTW heavyweight champion. Uh, one of those was inaugural. Uh, one world television champion and three times tag team champion, twice with Kevin Sullivan and once with Sabu. Which was, you know, quite a shocker, obviously, knowing that, you know, him and Sabu, Sabu, Sabu never really got on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's that's my first pick. Taz, the absolute legend and the suplex wrecking machine. Great pick. And now, obviously, you've got Hook, his son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can definitely see the similarities between him and Hook. I feel a little bit sorry for Hook. I feel like he come in with massive momentum and sort of petered out a mm. little bit. I hope things pick up again for it. I do. Yeah. I do. Anyone agree yeah. with that? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'll Who go wants with. to go next? I'll go next if you yeah, want. You're right it. with that, Johnny? I'm all right with that. Okay, so I actually had to talk to Stu about this to see if this was allowed, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Straight away, I said, right. yeah. Absolutely. So, one of the first real game-changing gimmicks that was in ECW or Eastern Championship Wrestling at the time, mm-hmm. was the public enemy. Yeah. Now, can anyone remember their names? No. I bet Johnny can. Flyboy Rocco Rock. Yep. And Johnny Grunge. Exactly. Yes. Well done. So, these two were almost like the innovators of grabbing foreign objects in mm. matches and... The, I mean, we're in a different time now, but the stereotypical thing of them was they were white men trying to be almost without being horrible black, weren't they? Yeah. Well, they were. Yeah, they, they, were, were right. they were. They were hip hop. Yeah, they were trying to portray that street gang image. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. what happens is, and the reason why I go on to that is because the gangsters get involved with mm. them. Yeah. Which is New Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they had a feud where they found it an insult. Was that right? Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, yeah. They certainly had a few yeah. early on. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but they're innovators. Mm. They were the innovators of ECW when it was Eastern Championship Wrestling, when it was about to go yeah. to Extreme Championship Wrestling, they were already doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were already getting that raucous crowd up. Yeah. They'd come down with their theme music and you had that ECW vibe immediately yeah everyone was waving their hands yeah. in the crowd yeah. yeah you had you immediately had that indie feel of ECW yeah do you remember the time when um, all the fans entered the ring yeah like everyone in the whole ring just collapsed right so oh shit yeah yep, right so I'm gonna go on from that okay so the public enemy were involved in two of what you see as the biggest moments from ECW, craziest moments. Right. One of them is with, I cannot remember the person because as you know, guys, I do this without no notes. I know Terry Funk was involved. Mm-hmm. And it was against Public Enemy. 
and that's a group of them ushered the chairs. Yes. And all the chairs come in. Oh, yeah. Do you remember yeah, all the chairs yes. coming in? That was the public enemy. It was Mick, wasn't it? I think it was it, Cactus Jack. It yeah. might have been Cactus Jack. Yeah, it was Jack. Cactus Jack, yeah. Yep. But the public enemy was involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one is the one that you just mentioned. Mm. They had a dance in the ring. I believe it was the public enemy who was dancing in the ring. All the fans come in and the, f- and the fucking ring collapsed. Yeah. On live TV. And it was just an epic moment. You see them replayed all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their career after ECW, they never fit anywhere. Yeah. Really. They went to... WCW. I didn't mind some of their street fights they had with the Nasty Boys. Yep. They, they weren't too bad, but apart from that... Yep. And they, they, they attempted to have feuds with Harlem Heat and all your regular tag teams of WCW from that period, but they never fit. Yeah. No. There was... WCW tribe of them, but they didn't fit that mould. They were proper indie ECW talent. They tried again to go to another promotion. They went to WWF, and there was an altercation between them and the Acolytes. Yeah. There was an altercation. I can't remember what happened, but it ended up with, I'm sure, them getting fired. Yeah, I think so. I think the Acolytes were not happy with... Yeah, we were not happy with some of their backstage antics or something like that. And they quite frankly bullied them in the ring. Mm. They took they took it oh, they upon themselves yeah. to beat them up. Uh, but they are legends, and sadly they died both very young. I think they died in the early two thousands. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Another thing, they were like almost the innovators of bringing the t- uh, the tables. Yes, what, mm. I, what yeah. I said. That what they did was Johnny Eastern Championship Wrestling was beginning to turn. We'll not mention someone else probably later, so I know he's probably on your list. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Eastern Championship Wrestling began to turn because of people like that. Yeah, yeah. They got the crowd going, they got the crowd involved, and we began to get that raucous atmosphere. We began to get the foreign objects involved. Hardcore yeah. become a thing. Eastern became extreme. Yeah, based off of the public enemy, yeah. really. Yeah. And they don't get enough credit. So that's my pick for that, guys. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant pick. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Over to you, Johnny. Right, my first pick. I feel like we're going to have a few of the same here throughout this, but absolutely fine. It's fine. Now, my first pick. I have gone for the whole effing show, Mister Monday Night, Mister Pay Per View, RVD, Rob Van Dam. I've got him as well. Oh, brilliant. Um, Not much to be said here, is no. there? Debut January 1996 against Axel Rotten. He was this cocky heel. Uh, had his whole career pretty much in ECW. He was the one who stayed there, didn't leave anyway. Um, he had great matches with everybody. His style was very different at the time. He was coming out with moves that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. Van Terminator, the five-star frog splash, uh, the split-legged moonsault. He had a great rivalry with Sabu, and then they went to become a tag team with Bill Alfonso. Uh, they had great matches with Eliminators. He had matches with Taz, Lance Storm, Jerry Lynn, Bam Bam Bigelow, Two. Rhino. I've got, yeah, most of those. Lance Storm, Sabu, yeah. Doug Furness, Two Cold Scorpio, That's Sandman. Right. Yeah. yeah. T- brilliant feud with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. He beat Bam Bam Bigelow for the TV title and yeah. nearly held it for two years. 
He was one of the first guys to invade the WWF, along with Jerry the King Lawler. I'm so glad you've Warner got that 1997. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, even though he was with ECW, he turned on them and represented the WWF. Yeah. Uh, he was a great wrestler. Not always maybe the best talker, uh, but yeah, went on to become a bigger star mm. once he left ECW. It was really interesting that they chose Rob Van Dam, WWF, because he was on the rise... But they obviously saw something in him because he wasn't their main man. Yeah. Yeah. When he was with Jerry Lawler. Yeah. He wasn't their main man yet. Everyone everyone was watching him and going, This guy's amazing, but he wasn't you had bigger stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. WWE chose to do the angle with mm. Van Damme, yeah. which was really interesting. Which which shows they saw something special yes. in him. Yes. Really did. I mean, like you said from the whole alliance, you know, the invasion storyline. Um, straight away, he was over. Yeah. yeah, it was so good because you were getting wrestlers turning up on each promotion, mm. um, and it worked really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was always you know from certain other um, wrestlers from you know sort of WCW and ECW that were involved in the uh, invasion storyline. There was always that fifty-fifty split with the crowd. Some were you know fifty percent cheer, fifty percent booze. You could always hear the two. Van Dam, however. Cheered. Yeah. Straight off. Straight away. There was no, he, he was the man that everyone wanted to come into WWE. Yeah. If you go back and you watch, there'll be certain signs around about 90s, maybe 98 to, all the way to 2000s. A lot of them will be like, it's really interesting, like, HBK, please come back. Yeah. And the other one will be RVD. Yeah. You'll see them in the crowds yeah. all the time. Just like RVD four twenty. Yeah, 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 They'll be, yeah, yeah. be, you know, when everyone had a sign. Watch, just keep an eye out in the crowds when you when you're fixated on the signs, and there yeah. will always be an RVD sign, it's, which I yeah. think speaks volumes. Yeah, I mean, it's the easiest ones to spot because it's always got the yin yang in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. yeah. It was usually just. I think this was because Vince never took any notice. Mm. They never really put anything on them, most fans. Vince just, I don't think, knew what it was. No. Because that used to never get taken down, did it? You you would see other people's signs occasionally pop up. Mm. Like someone might put McMahon fears Bischoff and that would come off a TV. Like, yeah, quick, yeah. Or a Hogan sign. But the RVD sign was always in the crowds, like yeah. the whole pay-per-view. It's really interesting. So his crowd pops. You know, every time he's you know he's come back from an injury or he's made a special appearance and thing, you know this that and the other. I mean, it's always as soon as you hear that for his entrance music and then one of a kind, man, that, that, the crowd pops. He's he's always had. Uh, they're epic, yeah. absolutely he epic. Three minis, that was Pantera, wasn't it? Walk. But yes, it was. Yeah, it in was. what in ECW? ECW yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, Can't remember. Oh, I love Pantera. <laughs> but um, yeah I've got nothing else to add to that man you know I, yeah I, yeah. That's he's my number two pick as well uh, sorry he's my number two pick lovely and he was one of yours that was yeah, his two that was one. Yeah. yeah he's but my number two so he's straight well, over to you mate is it really yeah okay. man who shall I go for here can I ask you one favour first yep can we please get rid of that fucking picture of Hulk Hogan that's stuck in your your <laughs> Is Why is it doing that? It's supposed to be playing music. It's finished. Oh, damn. No, good. 
I've just had the video for that playing in front of me and it's really putting me off. Frick. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for this guy. I know that he's on one person's list. I'm going to go for the franchise Shane Douglas. Okay. Anyone yeah. going? I've got him as my best champion. Do you want to do, we can both do this then? We can both throw it because in. Because we've both chosen. Yeah. You go and then I'll just throw it in. Fucks us oh, for the next topic. <laughs> similar to the public enemy for me. Mm. The, was, the genesis. He was, mm, was, was a close for mine, to be yeah. honest. He was, he was very close to being the top three for me. So you have the NWA title come into uh, Eastern Championship Wrestling. Mm. And I think... I can't remember who the two people are, but there are two people representing the NWA, aren't mm. they? Yeah, I can't remember. In the crowds. And they they keep going on about the lineage of that title. Mm. All old names like Rick Yeah. Like Rick Flair and Steamboat, Harley Race, all these people. Now, Paul Heyman, as we know, is a real rebel oh, at yeah. this point. And Shane Douglas wins the Eastern yeah. Championship Wrestling title or the NWA title. There was something going on, wasn't there, Johnny? Yeah, it was like a working agreement, I think. Um, yeah, the NWA stepped in with their title to help. I don't really know the ins and outs of it all. I can't quite remember. But um, However, the NWA were double-crossed. Did you yes. know this was a double-cross? Yeah. No. Right. So Shane Douglas... Gets on the microphone after winning and talks about how wonderful this title is and the lineage of people like Flair, Harley Race, Steamboat. And then he does the switch, which obviously Paul Heyman was behind. They wanted this rebellion counterculture. And he talks about how wonderful to be with these names and associates. Mm. And then he suddenly switches and goes, and they can all kiss my ass throws the NWA title wow. on the floor and says, I am the ECW champion. And then the first time we really hear big okay. ECW chants. Yeah. It is the genesis of ECW. It's what started the whole revolution. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I believe that he was the record holder for having the most title reigns. I think... He had, yes, he did, from 1995 to 1997. Yeah, and he also years. held it the most, I believe. Mm. He he was their big, big... He, he was like their Star Wars. Yeah, because he'd come in from... he had the career before, where he was in WWF for a short amount of time. Yeah. And then he was in WCW for a while as a skateboarder. And um, was it the Dynamic Dudes? I think yeah. it was part of. Um, with... With... <laughs> I can't remember his name is... Um, I don't know. Oh, Danya. No. Who has just recently got done with Vince McMahon? Done? John, somebody. Oh, what, Leonidas? Yeah. They were tag team. Holy shit. They were skateboarders. Was this the one Punk took the piss out of? Yes, the Dynamic Right, no, I remember now. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you think of Shane Douglas having that terrible gimmick. Oh, God. And then he moves on to become one of the innovators of ECW. Yeah. Wow. And Todd Gordon goes with it. Fair play. He obviously had Francine in his corner as well. Yep. 
He, he was basically like a... He also had, a, just quickly, because yep. I'm quite passionate about this, he also had Sherry in his corner for a little while. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. He was like a, like a high school jerk in a way, kind of. Like the way he, he kind of carried jock, himself. Probably yeah, jock, jock bully. Yeah, yeah. I see him as a new school, at the time, version of Flair, actually. And oh, okay. Very hated Flair. Yeah, and that's what's interesting, because... He was almost flair where I'm better than everybody else. Mm. I'm the franchise, I'm this. And he was sort of a reincarnation of flair when he first started his whole gimmick in the NWA. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is fascinating because those mm. two didn't like each other. And that's as far away as he wanted to go. Okay. From, you know, today's Rick Flair in 1993. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah, it's good analogy, actually. Yeah. yeah. But you remember when Flair started in NWA and he was on those sort of live shows and he would talk about how well-dressed he was and his limousine mm. riding and his, all that. The franchise was very similar in the way that he said he was untouchable and yeah. amazing. That's yeah. Actually, yeah. that's really, yeah. Yeah, I can see that really, yeah. Couple really well. Things I got on here was um. I let Johnny do. This. I think he was the most technical out of all the ECW champions. Yep. Mm. He had great feuds with Terry Funk, Sabu, Sandman, Taz, and Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, he didn't need to be hardcore. He was just this natural heel. I felt like he he won six titles when he was there as well. So I think that was the most. Yeah, I think he that he won the most ECW championships. Yeah. That is true. I did see that cup up when I had a look for um, ECW champions. Yes, yep. he held yeah. the most. And you could say guys like the Sandman, Taz, RVD, Sabu and Raven were the major players of ECW, but the franchise was the sole reason it all happened to begin with. Also, we hear the thing, the conscience of the WWF with the Undertaker. Is there an argument that Shane Douglas was the conscience of ECW? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was would, the yeah. stalwart. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he tried to go in '95. It didn't work. No. But he came he back, came back and he was always he was always the go-to guy if ever you needed. Similar to Taker. Yeah. If ever if ever you needed to put the belt on someone, sort of safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. In go. my opinion, I, he, yeah. I did read as well that he was quite the uh, voice of reason. Um, you know that that voice of reason in the locker room. Mm. as well, um, that would keep people in um, check, yeah. shall we say. Another underrated talent. Yeah, there massively. are certain people on this list that every everyone sees as synonymous with ECW, and he, for me, personally, is too low down. You know where you get certain individuals, we can talk about them later, yeah. where you would go, he's ECW. Yeah. I don't think his name comes up strong no, enough. I don't think it does, mm. no. When it should do. Yes. Yeah, massively. Awesome pick. Brilliant. Yeah. Right, down to my final one, my number one pick. Um, I've picked this guy not because, you know, he was, well, to me in all honesty, he didn't hold that many titles in ECW, to be fair, but just out of dedication to wanting to push a promotion. Uh, My number one pick's Terry Funk. I've got him so. Okay. Yeah, it was... um, Funker. Absolutely, you know, what a legend. Um, as I've got, I, I, 
there was so much I could write about this, but I had to keep it short because there was such a detailed backstory. I'm going to let you go and I'm going to say one thing. Yeah. And one sentence only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought legitimacy to ECW. Absolutely. Um, after a brief appearance in WCW Slamboree and a match against Tully Blanchard in 93, uh, Terry Funk was uh, approached to ask if he'd be um, happy to help out an upcoming indie promotion, ECW. Um, and like I said, I, genuinely, I am struggling to keep the, this all short because there was a hell of a lot of backstory <laughs> behind that. Um, uh, Funk had given like, fucking years, years of service before this, to, you know, all across New Japan. He'd um, previously been in WWF, WCW, NWA, AJPW, All Japan Pro Wrestling, um, every indie circuit promotion Everywhere. you could you could go. This guy has done it all, not just for titles or not for cash grabs. This guy does it because he's loved doing what he does, um, and he took the opportunity. He jumped. He went straight to ECW just because. Sorry, just because he wanted. To help out an upcoming promotion, yeah. I mean that alone to me speaks volume. Um, he headlined ECW's first ever pay per view, barely legal in '97. Uh, in September 1997, in Amarillo, Texas, his hometown, um, a one-off show to honour the Funk brothers Terry and Dory, and obviously their father Dory Senior. And um, I actually took. A screenshot which I just wanted to read out, and it was the um, the card that they had for um, this, you know, the Terry Funk oh, tribute show. Oh yeah, I know. And holy shit, you know, I mean, <laughs> your opening match, the singles match, and it's Kanemura uh, versus Roadkill, uh, Taz uh, Chris versus Chris Candido. Um, the Young Bloods uh, and the Bushwhackers. Uh, you got Balls Mahoney with the Sandman and Bubba with against Bubba Ray Dudley. Um, you've also got Dory Funk Jr. Uh, against Rob Van Dam. Mankind versus Sabu. Uh, Hakushi Hayabusa with Tanaka against the Headhunters, and finally the headliner. Which again, this this springs volumes for Terry Funk and how much he was loved. I mean, these are guys from all different promotions. Yeah, and, and the WWF for allowing this. Yeah, you've got Bret Hart against Terry Funk himself in a no DQ match. Yeah, and that is a fantastic match. It is. It's so. fucking brilliant. It's so good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a Terry Funk memorial. Yeah. It's supposed to be his retirement. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, what I didn't, what I didn't realise is before this had all happened, um, Paul Heyman um, took a collection from everyone that was part of ECW backstage and all the wrestlers and also everyone else that appeared or that was going to appear at this tribute show for Funk, and they got him a personalised ECW World Heavyweight Championship title, and and all it said on there was obviously his name and lifetime champion. Didn't they do something around that time as well for Terry Funk for Brian Hildebrand? Because he had cancer. Yeah. It yes. Was something. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if it was the same show. I think it was a different. It show. was a yeah, different show, it was but different. it was similar to that. Yeah. 
Um, Funk's love of his craft is is just you know is cemented in history. Um, and what he did for ECW just to try and give it its name, to try and make it what it is, I I think just to me personally that speaks volume. Yeah, I can only give one specific sentence to it, and it's a powerful sentence, and it speaks more than I can say. Yeah. Legitimised the whole company. Yeah, absolutely. Terry Funk's name there made people take notice. Middle-aged and crazy, former NWA. <laughs> yeah. I think that sums him up perfectly, yeah. man. I remember around this time as well, he was working for ECW, but he also appeared on the WCW pay-per-view. I think it was like Slambury Legends. If we go read that. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And I remember the crowd were just chanting ECW yeah. the whole time. That's something we can talk about because... Mm. What actually happens is this movement of ECW begins to filter into the big promotions. They're not necessarily taking notice at first, but we talked about this last yeah. episode. Yeah. What happens is whenever they go into areas like Philadelphia, you have this hardcore fan it base. becomes borderline cult-like. Yeah. And and one of the first times I remember seeing it happen was King of the Ring '95. Yeah, I remember the crowds. When you look now, because you always had the sign guy, mm-hmm. the guy with the hat. Do you remember the guy with the straw hat? The and face this? no more guy. Yeah, with the long hair. Yeah, what with the sunglasses? Yeah, he looked a bit like Dude Love. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Jim Martin. There, there was that. There was that. Front big, row, sorry, big sick ugly Jim Martin. That would suddenly awesome turn guitarist. up, turn up, and there'd be the front row in a WWF show as yeah. well. And it was so weird. And they would take over. Mm. I mean, if you go back and watch the WWF, if you go back and watch the WWF at the time, there was a takeover beginning yeah. to happen. Yeah, really was. And it was not just the wrestlers, it was the crowds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The crowds were starting to invade the big promotions and they were starting to cause problems where where they could not deny anymore Mm. that this regional promotion existed. It was too loud. Yeah. And Paul Heyman would even, I don't know if anyone's got this down, Paul Heyman would even phone in to live WWF telephone things and get on and start slamming WWF and start promoting ECW. Oh, right. Have you ever heard those? No. He did it to Vince once. I don't know if it was planned. Right. right. But he did it to Vince once, and he said his name was something like Bruce from New York, and he started, (laughs) and Vince went, this is not Bruce from New York. He went, this is not Bruce from New York. (laughs) Legend. It it, it was all great. It was all great. No, it's good. That's yeah. my number one pick. Okay. Um, I've still got two picks left, I think. Have you? I have. have you? I think one of them might be... That was... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I've yeah. gone now. Yeah. I'm finished. Oh, right, okay. Um, so I'll go for this one, because I don't think you've really got this one. Um, I've gone for the Dudley Boys. Ooh. Devon and Bubba Ray, and a whole family of other ones. Big Dick Dudley, Spike <laughs> Dudley... Um, I can't even remember the other names of the other Dudleys. <laughs> I think there was about ten of them at one Your point. Session with Big Dick, <laughs> Big Dick and Ass Man. <laughs> that was amazing. The Dudley Boys in uh, yeah. ECW. It was they like a whole mega awesome. family. Yeah. yeah, 
They were wild and out of control. And one of the most they were one of the most hated teams in the company. Mm-hmm. They would insult the crowd so much that even at Heat Wave ninety nine, they nearly started a full on riot. Yep. I, I always remember Johnny. I don't know if you've seen that one, where one of them calls like one of the women there's a there's a mother and a daughter in the crowd. Yeah. And one of them says like did your mother teach you how to blow job or right. something yeah, like yeah. that? And wow. it, and, and the, the people go mental. Yeah. It, they go <laughs> full throttle and they're not afraid for people to take swings at them. No. The fans were spitting at them yep. all the time. Um, and they'd even try and jump the railings to fight them. Christ. They, they had some great matches. There was Dundies versus the Eliminators at their first pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. which is great um, Dundies versus Tommy Dreamer and Sandman awesome uh, you got Bubba versus Devon at November to Remember 96 which is actually really good as well you've got matches with New Jack and Spike Dudley uh, yeah this goes on it's um, it's short and sweet but yeah go check them out such a good career uh, in ECW full on absolutely awesome hardcore tag team yeah and when they came to WWF I, I, I was worried because I didn't think they'd be able to just themselves anymore I feel and they weren't be, I thought that'd be the end of it. early on early on when they did the whole stutter thing yeah. and they were in tie-dye mm. I don't think it worked no, no. no it no. was when they started to wear the camouflage shirts yeah yeah. I always remember a turning point maybe at Royal Rumble 2000 yes. mm. they got yeah. on the mic and they started to talk about one of the mayors who everyone hated being the greatest person ever and uh, and you should all love this man, and it was heat. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Short and sweet. Nice. There we go. There we go. There that, we go. Is, is that our uh, top threes done? I think so. I think we've just got one champion left, haven't we? Well, yeah. It, in that case, it's over to our um, our next topic, which is our best ECW champion. Yep. For those that haven't already gone. <laughs> yes. I, I, think, I think what we'll do is we'll have some honourable mentions here. Yeah. Well, I mean, what for the um, the just, top three or the just for every everything oh, right. like people who we can pick out who were yeah. legends of ACW. I mean, we've missed a lot of one, people. One that I sorry, two that I had written down as honourable mentions. Or one of you guys picked already, which was the franchise. Yeah, you know, um, like I said, I was very close to putting him in there, but um, I, yeah, I, I I just enjoyed the other three guys a lot more than than Shane Douglas. Um, the other one you briefly touched on earlier as well, which was Rhino. Yeah, underrated. I liked Rhino. Mm. Underrated. Yeah. Badly used in WWE, but really, really kept the ball rolling yeah. for ECW in I the later like years. Yeah. Yeah. He was their champion. He was their dominant force. And he, even though ECW was on its way down... Rhino's stock was actually rising, yeah, yeah. but WWF at the time did not capitalise on no. it. And it's such a shame. Yeah. He was another, what everything, what Goldberg had wanted to be. Yeah, it's another one of those, you know, golden In opportunities my, that slipped through WWE's hands. I also liked um, Steve Carino, who was with yes. Rhino at the time as well. Yes. I didn't feel with the other people it was fair to put him on. Yeah. So I never put yeah. him on. Uh, Sandman. Now, yeah. now, I'm not a fan of the Sandman, but the Sandman epitomises ECW. Yeah. So, yeah. I always had issues with him on Mike. I, I just I just don't think but, he's a good talent. No, but 
That's my opinion. With the, with the ECW, you know, when it went to Extreme Championship, yeah. you know, he personified it. He yeah. fitted in. Yeah, I, I get absolutely. the gimmick, and he was he was per- absolutely perfect for ECW. Yeah. yeah. And banging use of Metallica's Enter Sandman as well. Yep. You know, fuck it, you couldn't have picked a better thing for him to come out to, really. Tommy Dreamer. Just about yep. to say Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Tommy yeah. Dreamer, the heart and soul of oh, ECW. Rejected by the fans early on, mm. had to be literally whipped in the middle of the ring by the Sandman yeah, to try and get over mm-hmm. in an emotional storyline. Mm. Eventually, gets over against Raven when he does the pose, yep. and the ECW fans finally accept him. Yeah. He's the heart and soul of ECW. Yeah, yeah. Just incredible and Lance Storm, the impact players. I really enjoyed these. Not for me. Mm, no. I really, really like these. I'm yeah, with James on did, that. Yeah. Did. I see this as the later part of ECW mm. where, uh, for me, the only person who's keeping the ball rolling is Rhino mm. yeah. and, Pro- and RVD. So you can take your two picks off. <laughs> no, no, off I agree. <laughs> no, I agree with him. That's my opinion. I don't. Fuck off. New Jack. <laughs> Not a fan. Do you know what? I'm not a fan. He's, he's, he he epitomised CCW. <sighs> yes. But he, you can't help but watch his matches because <laughs> they're just fucking insane. I just think he's an arsehole. Mm. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, there is that and all, yeah. I I've, will agree I've, with that. I've seen him, like, uh, recently actually get a, like, a, a sharp object and stab someone in the middle <laughs> of the ring. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I just blacklisted him. No, too much, too much. Bam uh, Bam Bigelow? Yep. Another yeah, one who legitimises the company, yeah. who comes in at the right time and legitimises it, had an amazing match with Taz where they went through yeah. the yeah. ring. Yeah. And I believe it might have been Bam Bam that emerged, was it? Was it Taz or Bam Bam? One of them emerged to pin the other. Not sure. So as James rightfully said, our next uh, subject is we're going to be discussing our best ECW champion picked by each of us. Yeah. I have a strange feeling that we may. <laughs> we may. One or two of us might well, have well, the well, same Johnny, one. Well, Johnny's already <laughs> had to go, so. Yeah. He's done that, yeah. And me and you have got the same one, so haven't we? If Johnny, if you just wanted to reiterate what you, what you said earlier and who you picked. Shane Douglas. Yeah. That's yeah. it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My pick, I'm pretty sure, is the same as yours. It is. Yeah. Uh, myself and James have gone for Raven. Yes. And an interesting fact. His name is not my, Raven. Yes, that as well. <laughs> this was my second pick that I didn't read out Ooh. earlier. It's, it's so difficult because there's so many that you can pick. Yeah. Uh, the reason, and I'm I'm just going to go because I'm going to do short sentences because she's got all the information. <laughs> The reason why I pick Raven is absolute mastermind to psychology. Yeah. So easy as a champion to have that belt and go into really complex storylines with it. Mm. And at the time when he had that belt, some of the storylines, I believe there's ones with Dreamer and the Sandman. I've got them written yeah. down. Yeah. And and the one with the one with the Sandman, I believe. 
wasn't it Sturvey's son? He turned it his... It was a really yeah. controversial yeah. And because it had the Jesus... The crucifixion. Yes. Yeah, it, the storyline involved his wife and his son, and um, but it was like the early incarnation of the Raven's flock. Yeah. So Raven, just quickly, uh, and then I'm going to let Stu carry on. Scott Levy has the idea of Edgar Allan Poe. He comes up with, quote, the Raven nevermore. But what he does fantastically is he brings Edgar Allan Poe into 90s counter culture. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant news. Yeah. Done. Quote Off of you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, one thing I didn't have uh, that I didn't actually know after doing a lot of research about Raven is throughout his entire career, He's held more than 60 titles. Wow. Didn't realize it was that many. Yeah. Um, I do believe 26 of them were um, WWE hardcore titles. Okay. Oh, no, I think he has the most reigns as hardcore champion. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's 30-something. Ah, right. Okay. Um, but yeah, so throughout his career, he's held 60 titles. Uh, but in ECW, he held uh, an ECW heavyweight championship twice. And he was a four-time ECW tag team champion twice, which with um, Stevie Richards, once with Tommy Dreamer and once with Mike Awesome. Um, he is, as James rightly said, he's one of the all-time greats on the microphone and could easily, easily not just hold a crowd in the palm of his hand, but his opponent as well. Um, to, to even the point where, you know, commentator was just dumbstruck, just completely silent. Um, every time he spoke on a microphone, it was captivating, absolutely captivating. Um, his psychological beatdowns of you know his opponents and especially with his feuds and like James said the, the two that I picked in particular was uh, from 90, uh, 96 to 97 his, his feud with the Sandman and also 95 to 96 with Tommy Dreamer um, hands down I think the, the, the best me personally and obviously for James I think hands down the best champion at ECW the, I've ever had. The reason I picked him, Stu, is because whenever you faced Raven, there were two matches going on. Yeah. There was a match before anyone even touched each other yeah. or started a wrestling match. You had the psychological match, which Raven was a master of, oh, and absolutely. it would impact the physical match. Raven was a manipulator. Mm. He was a cult leader. And he was fantastic and he was so different in yeah, that absolutely. way. He made shows where the promos felt like matches. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because he would cause so much grief and suffering to an individual in distress that by the time they got to the match, they were nearly a broken man. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah. And... Mm. Where you could go with that uniqueness made it so captivating mm. to actually get to the match. Yeah, yeah. And you never knew who was going to be on Raven's side. You never knew who he who he might have influenced. Because there were certain times where certain people got influenced mm. and, and brainwashed into yeah. the cult, and it, it it was so well done. It wasn't. It wasn't hokey. It was realistic. It was grunge, mm. 90s style. I mean, you, look, you look at this difference from obviously his early WWF days with, was it Johnny Polo? Johnny Polo. And then how the hell, Flamingo. How the hell did you go from that to Raven? <laughs> right. That's so, brilliant. So the idea was, is obviously I believe he got fired. I think that he went, tried to go to WCW or he might have gone to WCW first, right? 
He then went to WWF, I believe, and then was Johnny Polo. Mm. I think he was fired or he left and he pitched the Raven character, and some of you might not know this, to Jim Cornette at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Right. And he never got it. Okay. And Jim Cornette's loss was Paul Heyman's game. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I've, I've got nothing else to say, to be honest. No, um, just all I've got is, um, you know, the feud with Tommy Dreamer. It, it was from their child. It was like a childhood friends they were. Yeah. They brought in Beulah McGillicuddy, uh, made it more personal. She was like this fat girl from summer camp that Tommy Dreamer wanted <laughs> nothing to do yeah. with. And um, also, just a quick thing, Johnny, because I will be off here in a second, guys. But uh, that feud, they come back to that feud all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They even won every match for three years. Mm. Yeah, and they just kept coming back to it. Yeah. it. That's why Raven was so innovative. You could just bring him straight back into a feud that he'd had with somebody and they'd play off for the backstory a little. Yeah. So it was good. awesome. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. So there we have it. There we go. Extreme. There we go. There endeth our um, ECW segments. There we go. Um, we are, however, going to go straight into a little bit of a competition announcement. Ooh. A little while back, I announced that our fantastic friends at Three Count Wrestling have given us a number of The Rock um, DVDs. The um, most electrifying DVD in sports entertainment yeah it's basically the the chronicles of one Dwayne the rock johnson yes um got some brilliant content on it as well which i do believe johnny is going to talk I a bit have. about the dvd is a free dvd box set running time five hours and 54 minutes uh, not that long no and it features a number of matches from the debut from the survivor series mm-hmm. 1996 Versus Triple H in a ladder match from SummerSlam 98. Oh, I always forget about that one. The Mankind Royal Rumble 99 I Quit match. Mm. Versus Austin at Backlash 99. Versus Ric Flair, Brock Lesnar, Hulk Hogan and a number of other matches involved. Oh, yeah. As well as a documentary. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's a great DVD. Um, and as I said, you know, it was a simple question. Um Let's try that section again. Yes. So, we've just had to go on our Facebook page and actually have a look at what question I wrote, which because was... we forgot. What? The Rock played what character in The Mummy Returns? Yes. And it was... Da, 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 the Scorpion King. There we go. And um, annoyingly, we did actually record this earlier on. We had names in a pot and one of us, being me, forgot to press record. <laughs> so... <laughs> Our winner is actually David John Reynolds. Congratulations, David. Uh, Once you've listened to this episode, um, drop us your uh, address and I will get that posted out to you as soon as possible. And then you can sit there for five hours and 54 minutes knowing your role. Yeah. And watching the Rock DVD. Laying the smacketh down. Yes. There we go. Right, so our next subject. Oh, we, oh, we've got another DVD to give away shortly as well. We have, We've got yes. another eight. We got, yeah, we've got another eight. <laughs> um, I'll announce those questions as and when. Yes. We are going into our, as I've called it, our shite match review. Yes. <laughs> we need, we definitely... Because it is shite. We need some little music intros, I think, for these Oh, topics. yeah. 
Og fik... Uh... Da, 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 da. Og meget fint at synge den. Judy Bagwell. Ej, <laughs> boy, actually, do this. <laughs> do it. Do it. Oh, um, yeah, so I picked, I picked this and I regretted it instantly um, because it was crap. Um, purely because James made us watch a crap one previously. And just so you're aware, James has stepped out. Yes. He's yes. no longer here, but he might pop back. He you might do, know. yes. So our shite match review, because I'm sticking with that as a title. I think so, I, yes. I, It fits perfectly, because <laughs> everything we've picked so far has been shite. Yes. Um, this comes from... <laughs> so fucking shit. New Blood Rising, WCW pay-per-view from August 13th, 2000. And it is the amazing Judy Bagwell on a... Well, originally it was going to be on a pole match. I don't know how she would have been on the pole. Well, um, Canyon actually cut a promo beforehand that they had to put her on a forklift because the um, battle axes... That big fat battle axe. (laughs) Yeah, was was too big to stick on a pole. Yes. Yeah. I really haven't got a lot to add for this. (laughs) It's horrible, but... Such a spectacle, you can't take your eyes off it. Yeah, it was... Um, I mean, I stupidly sat and watched the whole pay-per-view. You did. And what an absolute shit show it is. Like, the match is Canyon versus Buff Bagwell. And the yeah. match isn't bad, but it's, it's not great. It's the stipulation, though, yeah, isn't it? You know, it. it's that's... just... It's it's fucking dreadful. So it's, it's Canyon stalked... Buff Bagwell's mum, <laughs> and then he kidnapped her and challenged Buff Bagwell to a match, so he had the chance to win his mum back. As a yeah, <laughs> or Canyon kept her as a valet. Yeah. Now, like... I, as far as stipulations go for a match, this has got to be one of the worst. <laughs> you know, you can have your mum back, or she can be my manager. I'm sure there must be some law about this. Somewhere. Yeah, uh, pretty sure. Yeah, one of them being what you mentioned earlier, which was kidnapping yes. and stalking is another one but one thing is like while they're getting Judy Bagwell to stand on this pallet before being lifted into the air on the forklift surely someone in the back could have like thought this don't look right well, Judy step off did you, did you see how she was so stable on that forklift <laughs> yes. right did you see what was round her wrist no zip ties Oh, okay, right. So my instant reaction after spotting those go, was like, well, what if she does slip? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Like, she's just zip-tied onto those. They've yeah. got, they're on both her wrists. That could have ended very bad. Yeah. I mean, that is fucking horrendous. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, health and safety in the 2000s weren't that exactly be, great. Couldn't get away with that now. But that, yeah. hell no. Absolutely not. One thing I did do, because I love Googling pay-per-views, because you do get sections in there where, obviously, people will go on to, you know, just uh, write some absolute, I mean, shite. Yeah. Some people actually go and big it up. However, this is not one of them. Now, I can't remember who it was um, that actually wrote this comment, um, but it please, you know, go on Wikipedia and... So read up this and it, it, this section falls under reception <laughs> um, so I'm going to read it out um, ah there is there is a name on it so yes in 2007 Arnold Furious or 411 Mania gave the event a rating of 2.5 I'll just stop 
Is that his real name? I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) I really do hope so. He gave the event a rating of 2.5 brackets, very bad, stating one good spot fest, nothing else doing. Fire Russo, clap, 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 is now gotten to the point where I can't watch any more shows Russo has booked. So this is my final WCW (laughs) flashback. I was planning on going all the way through, but it's such a waste of my fucking time and energy. It's so depressing. I I think I'll do something else instead. Anything else. Thanks for the memories, WCW. Rot in hell. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember remember this pay-per-view that well. I don't think I've even seen it. Please watch it. I will. I will add it to my list. Now, the one thing that I got from this pay-per-view, and (laughs) as I've put here, in my note says, I watched the whole pay-per-view, and the best thing I took away from it was speech brackets. There's a lot of empty seats there. (laughs) And ironically, most of those seats were from camera to ring. Wow. behind the ring you can't miss it and it's not like the odd few I mean there's rows yeah there's rows there's big sections of empty what seats what year was this 2000 2000 you know it's it's horrendous this this I'm, I, I can't do this anymore this match is <laughs> bullshit I mean the match sorry the match itself is it's not a it's, bad match it's okay but the crowd, I'd literally like, what the fuck? What is going on? Is, is, is someone's mum on a forklift? God, imagine if she'd fell off. I know. Oh. It's horrendous, isn't it? But the other thing with Judy Bagwell is she went on to become a tag team champion with Rich Turner. <laughs> well, she didn't actually compete in the match at all. She just stood there. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So, yeah. There we go. Have you got anything else? <laughs> no, I think that's it. I don't think there is anything else uh, to we, say. We will announce our... Um, Next short match. Oh, I think no. James already has. Oh no, he has. Yes, yeah, of course he has. Yeah. The dooms, the dangerous, dangerous dooms, the dooms. Oh no, that was the best or worst. Oh, was that the best or yeah, worst? Yeah. Um, we'll announce it on. Uh, we'll announce it on the community page at some yes, point. You can yes. tell we planned well in advance for this. <laughs> um, anyway, we come to our last subject before the news. Yes. Which is, of course, my absolute favourite one. Danhausen Watchhausen. Danhausen Watchhausen. Not a lot to say. <laughs> I don't think I've seen any Danhausen. <laughs> no, he's he he sadly isn't on TV. Or so I thought. Oh. Now he did take part in the streaming site Shudder. Okay. Which have an awesome series called The Last Driving, which is basically a vampires stocking blood. Ah. Uh, a blood drive. Okay. And um, he was a guest on their panel show, which very entertaining. I will post the link for that. However, he has been incredibly active on Twitter, mostly. Right. Um, and I'm just going to read out a few of them. He's, as always, um, we all know that Dan Housen is quite possibly one of the greatest trolls on social media, especially with, you know, the guns. The ass boys. Austin and Colt. Yeah, the ass boys. However, he started branching out to um, general people now okay. and a few other wrestlers. Um, one of my one of my absolute favourite ones recently was um, somebody who had actually called him injury prone right. and um, deliberately went for the whole stupid um, thing and, and actually trolled himself in this tweet as well. Um, calling Danhausen injury prone after having only two injuries in 10 years means two things. One, you are very stupid, very dumb. 
Two, you are cursed. And three, after pointing out two things, uh, you owe Danhausen $9,000 for being crappy brained idiot. Fair enough. Uh, the, <laughs> it's annoying. Like, well, not annoying. It's humorous for me because you can hear his voice while you're reading it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can, yes. He's done another one to Tony Khan. Okay. Tony Elite, tell the Warner Brothers, because <laughs> they're actually real brothers. Tony <laughs> Tony Elite, tell the Warner Brothers to put Danhausen in a Scooby-Doo movie or they'll be cursed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's also decided to pick on the Power Rangers. Okay. Yeah, Danhausen did not get upgraded first class in his air transportation vehicle because the Power Rangers, because of the Power Rangers, they are now my enemy. Put Danhausen on their show too. <laughs> Can you imagine him just as a Power Ranger? He wouldn't wear a mask, would you? <laughs> Um, just a white face. There is a white ranger in there. Yes. Yes, yes he died recently, didn't he? Oh, he did. Yes. 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 Um, somebody else managed to troll the House of Black okay. with the use of Danhausen's face uh, by superimposing Danhausen's face onto all four members of the House of Black <laughs> and captioned underneath saying, Housen of Black. <laughs> Julia Hart retweeted it saying, delete this. <laughs> um. Yeah, other than that, he's he's not been doing a lot. He's no. he's still injured, you know. He's, he's out of out of operation. He's he's on the road to recovery. Yeah, speedy recovery, Danhausen. Speedy recovery. Yeah. So then, so are we going for promos, or are we going for the news? Oh, I don't know. I feel like James needs to be involved in the promos, but well, as he's not here, and sadly he has had to step out at the moment. Um, shall we save the promos? I could do the promo on you, if you okay. want. Well, mine involves both of you. Okay. Well, you could do the one to me, and then we could redo it again when James is back. Or we'll ho- let's hold off. Let's hold let's it. Let's do the news yeah. first. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll see how we should do it. Should we hold for when we're all together? We could do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He may, he may come back still. We don't know. Let's see how we go. We'll, yeah, we'll see how we go. We'll do the news. So, We've still got Shawn Michaels as well. Shakespeare very reading. true, very true. Um, yeah, it, it's been quite a lot happening news-wise. Um, it's been a couple of returns. Oh. We've got recently Roderick Strong has returned to wrestling and this time to help out his good friend, Adam Cole. Baby? Baby? <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, I set you up <laughs> you to did. knock it out of the park. And, oh. Yeah, um, I'm happy to see him back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I've mentioned this before. I I love the Undisputed Era. Um, I'm pretty sure it was either you or James said that, I, that they weren't keen on it. I didn't mind it. I thought it was right. Get out! I do worry, though, with him coming in, that he's just going to be another face that's just going to disappear after a short amount of time. Just like Jay White. Yeah. He's come in, this, the world's one of the greatest wrestlers. Yeah. And I'd kind of forgot he was there already. I'm I'm excited for his return in this because I think it brings another trios. Because obviously, Carl O'Reilly's still there. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Bobby Fish has gone off gone. and he started in Impact, Impact now, hasn't he? Yes. That sets up another trios tag. Okay. So, because, you know, I mean, what we got at the moment, the elite... The remaining members of the Blackpool Combat Club, mm. which I still find weird that they're calling themselves that when he was set up by Regal. Now he's gone. Yeah. Um, what else have you got? 
So we're talking friends. about Roderick Strong, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Roger- James is back, by the way. James is Rod- back. Only for a little Should while. Should promo it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Many apologies. I have a little puppy at the moment, so I will be in and out of the podcast. Uh, yeah, Roderick Strong. Uh, Ring of Honor legends. Absolute I, I- legends. My issue with Roddy all the time is is that he uh, he's not good on the mic. I always found him to be the most underrated member yeah. of um, Undisputed Era. And, I mean, he was, like you said, he was brilliant in Ring of Honor. Pure wrestling, amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I remember NXT tried to uh, build up his personality by yeah. showing his life one time. And it kind of got somewhere, but still didn't get anywhere. Yeah. In fact, the best thing they ever did, in my opinion, with Roderick Strong is when they put him with Dexter Loomis. That's personality-wise, that started to show a little bit of almost the audience finding out a little Mm. bit about Roderick Strong. Yeah. The wrestler, not the person. Like I said, I mean, with the whole possibilities of bringing him back with Kyle O'Reilly and um, Adam Cole... Baby. Nah, that's fucking better. What is Cardo Riley doing? Is he with AEW? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, he's it's, Bobby, it's Bobby Fish that's gone. I mean, he was a hot free agent. Yeah, man. Do you remember when, the, you know, Cole first went there and then there was that big debate, weren't there, whether, uh, I think it was uh, Gargano and him, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was a good feud. But, I enjoyed but it anyway. those two were, were supposed to come on the roster, yeah. weren't they? On yeah. the main roster of WWE. Mm. Is that right, Johnny? I think so. Yeah, he is right. Yeah. Yeah. And I there was a lot so. of things about they weren't happy mm. and it was seen as a major coup for AEW. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm talking about Carlo Riley here, but he seems, I don't know if you agree, he seems to have just like disappeared and got lost yeah. in the shuffle. I, I don't know if he's done any indie work or if he was out injured for a I while. No or, idea. But yeah, he has... Sure. But I, I'm genuinely hoping that, you know, bringing Roderick Strong in is going to bring, you know, something back to the Trios Championship because at the moment it, it just goes between two groups. Yeah, he's a pure wrestler, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, and he got the possibility of different title runs for him. I mean, Adam Cole, this is arguable with some people, but Adam Cole sometimes, I know Johnny feels that way, struggles to, yeah, uh, I do. to, to get... With <laughs> sort out. of get the audience's attention, he <laughs> did that. It. He did that amazing promo yeah. when he came back. That was a great promo where he went on about his, his bad, bad mental health and bad yeah, physical yeah, yeah. health, and said he's back. And yeah, all that. shame on you, fucking assholes that done that to him. So little update: Kyle Riley is injured. He is injured. Uh, okay, so that's where he's been. It's just that he was so such a hot free yeah, agent. Absolutely. He's also um, struggling with his type one diabetes. Okay. okay, right, fair enough. Yeah. I mean Bobby Fish has sort of lost the plot a little bit, hasn't he, unfortunately? Yeah, less said about him the better at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't know what he's He's currently in impact. Mm-hmm. He is, yes. but he's coming out with some controversial yeah, stuff and he's yeah. he, he's Let's stop there on that one. Yeah. yeah. Talking of impact though, they are Doing so well. Yeah, man. They're coming up for their 1,000th episode of Impact. I haven't TV. watched it. It is so it is good. absolutely banging at the Don't moment. Know, do you know what I've been doing? I've been watching British indie wrestling. <coughs> Fair play. <laughs> but Impact, like, it's amazing that they've been 21 years and they're mm. still going. And 
people they don't get enough love. They no, really they don't. don't. People need to go out there I, and watch them. Genuinely, I think that's a subject we need to bring up as, as well at some point. Well, I think that we're going to do TNA and we can yeah. maybe go on to that. Yeah. The yeah. problem is, I think we talked about this a lot. No one can be absolute experts in all the wrestling at the moment. There's just too much. Yeah. You cannot True. watch it all. You would have to be watching everything twenty four seven. We can give it a fucking good go. We, we, we can. <laughs> I tried. You, you get certain people who go, "Well, they shouldn't do a podcast because they don't know everything and things yeah. like that." Don't you? You get Frankly, critics. Fuck off. Yeah, you get critics and things, but we do it because we enjoy it. Yeah, you know, we're not critiques. But at the same time, like you can't watch or cover everything on this podcast. Yeah. There is yeah. a lot of stuff out there, especially yeah. with AEW starting their new live show. Oh, is this a Saturday night? What a segue. There we go. Oh. AEW Collision. Very true, yes. <laughs> By all accounts, it's going to be showing its um, first ever episode on June 17th in, and this leads to some rumours, Yes. Chicago. Yes, the Windy City. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, um... I'm excited for that. I am. Yeah. I I, I think it's going to be good. Um, obviously, with it being Chicago. There is a very, very high possibility that somebody will be coming back. And I can't think who it could be. Chicago. Any famous wrestlers from Chicago? I was going to say Legion of Doom, but... Slight problem with that being (laughs) they're not active anymore. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Captain (laughs) Fucking Obvious. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there there is massive, massive speculations that this is when Punk's going to come back. What? How do we feel? Honestly, CM Punk coming back. I want it to happen more than anyone. Yes. on the planet I want it to happen I want the beef to be squashed I want the childish fucking antics yes that's aimed at you CM Punk or Pepsi Phil however you want to call him um, I want this bullshit to be dropped yes you're coming towards the end of your career man go out on a high and what better place to do that at Wembley Stadium <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, no I want him to come back I do I want the, I want the career to end on a high and I want him to go out with his head held up, the beef squashed, and to just drop all the bullshit. So, yeah, if, if Punk comes back at I AEW Collision, fucking great. Have you seen where he's he appeared on Raw? Well, not he didn't appear on Raw. Yeah. He was backstage. Here's the issue that I have again. James is back again. Yeah. James <laughs> is back. Here's the issue that I have again. That would not have pleased AEW. No one's thought about AEW and all that. They're like, wow, he's at Raw. But at the moment, he's... What I'm trying to say is... He's, Don't ruin this for me! Have you seen where else he's been? It's it's not... Yeah, yeah he's been at MMA he, he's at as Impact. well. But, yeah. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah because he's, I think he's flaunting around with the idea of going somewhere else. Uh, this is all on Phil Brooks, not CM Punk. Uh, the, everyone keeps blaming the EVPs. I'm sorry, there's too much... Uh, there's too much smoke around him not to be a mm. fire. Uh, he obviously has uh, issues with getting on with people and he's got to sort it out. Mm. It's not me hating on him. I think he's a good talent. But mm. you know for a fact that when he went to AEW, I, I was I know. worried as anything I that know. this was going to happen. 
And it happened even quicker than I thought it did. It happened less in less than a year. Than a year. Yep. Do you know what I mean? I think he needs to... What it, I don't know if he's like such an introvert mm. that he just doesn't get on with people. Well, they're talking about doing this possible draft, aren't they? So the Saturday Night Live mm. show will be CM Punk's show. So they're praising him by giving him his own show. I don't I get d- it. I just want the bullshit to end, man. Yeah. I really do. Go out on a high note. You're at, the, you're at the wrong age of your career at the moment. Go out on a high Drop the bullshit, drop the beef, and just fucking get on with it and give the fans what they want. Here's the deal with me. I can see it from a business point of view because everyone's going, it'll be great for business if he comes back and all this, but they're not looking at the bigger picture in my view. If I was a promoter dealing with him, I would have an absolute nightmare Mm. because I don't know if I can trust this guy and he's going to cost me a lot of money. I mean, at the moment, he's sitting, taking a huge wage, you know, mm. off of Tony Khan. A couple of quid, isn't it? And that, that has backfired, hasn't it? Badly, yeah. Because he's sitting at home, and now he's turning up at Raw mm. backstage. You know, mm. it's not, I know that there's massive punk fans out there, and as I've said before, they get on my nerves a little bit because they're like a cult. No, some of them are. Some of them are. They'll, anything anything that Punk does, they'll defend. Oh, no, fuck no, I won't. Right? No, but, you've been a dick. And, and turn around and go, well, he has a right to do this and a right to do that. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, you don't have a right to be a cock, quite frankly. He was gone for seven years. Yeah. Times have changed. And he, he berated the wrestling business, said he'd never come back, and then he's come back, and he's caused trouble again. Whether you want to put the blame on the EVPs or CM Punk, he's still involved in the controversy. Mm. And I look at old school wrestlers, like, i tell you who he reminds me of. Not wrestling, but his whole mannerism and how he can't get on with anyone. He reminds me of the warrior. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel, oh, yeah. you know, he reminds me of the ultimate warrior. Could be a massive draw mm. for someone but just can't get on with on. anybody. Ironically yeah. saying that, I've just watched these Dark Side of the Ring episode. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. But yeah, good comparison, actually. Yeah, really good comparison. Yeah. Um, AEW Wembley. We're going. <sighs> well. Well. <laughs> 75% not, of us are going. <laughs> unfortunately, I will not be attending. Boo. Due to my son... Fourth birthday. Being born on the wrong day. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I thought about bringing it with me, but yeah, I don't think that'll go. I, 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 daren't tell my, I daren't tell my little boy because he knows what company Danhausen works for. And if interesting he's, to see if he's on the show. I hope to fucking God he is. I will fill my pants. <laughs> but yeah, have fun. <laughs> Mate, we haven't got the tickets How yet. How do you, you know. think this is going to go? Well, there's been 60,000 sign-ups already. And we're yes. two of them. And I think Warner Brothers are going like, to put this out there. Mm. They're going to make it big. Like, football games already at Wembley. They're advertising it along the electric like screens and everything. Yep. I think it's going to go really well. Even 60,000 people. Is still their biggest show. Yeah. So there's sixty thousand. Uh, what is it? Pre uh, entry. Pre order. 
um, pre-sale tickets. Pre-sale tickets. We're yeah. two of them. So yeah, we certainly are. Uh, two of, <laughs> you know, not everyone's Get his face every time we say that. It's brilliant. What, oh, sorry. Yeah. What? Just do that little cue again. What's that? The pre-sale things. Oh, the pre-sale. And we're two of them. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, mate. I'm Maybe sorry. You need that cardboard cutter, mate. <laughs> That's what he's doing. I'm going to get a t shirt with Johnny's face on it. (laughs) 60,000. So that that can go one of two ways, can't it? You can either get people on there buying at least two. Yeah. Right? Looking at, we're going to sell this out easy because that's 120,000. Yeah. Or you can look at it, unfortunately, the most likely way that people are are looking but maybe not buying. Mm. So. I reckon that they're gonna. I reckon they're gonna hit about seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my guess. I reckon Still very good, really yeah. good. Yeah. Because if they hit that amount, mm. they can cordon off the uh, corner. Yeah. Because he's already said Tony Khan's come out and said that he's not going to corner anything off. He's going full in for this. But he's going. Balls he's not going to what cordon corner, the- corner anything, cover anything. He's going full in. He's expecting he, to sell it. He out. might have to. Realistically. He might have to. Same with WWE. They did it at Clash of the Castle. Does this mean we could possibly get an upgrade again? (laughs) Well, you guys didn't really get an upgrade. You just fucking got got, up and walked and uh, down where I was sitting. That's an upgrade. (laughs) I don't think think WWE went, you guys got an upgrade. You just got up and fucking moved. We got an upgrade. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, WWE. Because it's been announced. It's been announced that they have all hours the following week now. As yeah, well. yeah. So it's whatever they're gonna have to have two big main events for these two shows. Do you reckon the week after all all out all out they're gonna do another show called Shake It All About? They might too. Do you know who I reckon they're gonna go after? Do you know who I reckon they're gonna go after? Johnny Rigo. He's in town. You well, <laughs> well, he's not. I, I, reckon, I reckon they're going to make a couple of hours away. I reckon they're going to make a substantial offer to Drew McIntyre. I mm. really do, because look at the situation in WWE. Yeah. Right, and he he got in the title picture. He set all of that up. In really, he was the one who was going to them all the time yeah. after the Australian show going why are you not doing one in the UK mm-hmm. we know the story of Roman Reigns but he didn't get his moment in the fucking sun at the end no right his contract's coming up mm-hmm. I don't know about you but if I saw there was a show on at Wembley Stadium I would be very interested yes I would be very interested because you can yeah. Think WCW and WWF, you can turn through these companies mm-hmm. and keep going back and forth in the years and things. I think that Drew's stagnated a bit in WWE. Yeah. I think yeah. he's still a really good talent. Yeah. But at the moment, if he's an underused him, talent. Yeah, if I was him, I'd be very tempted to try and negotiate to get in a main event of yeah. Wembley Stadium. First oh, time in 30 I years. I swear to God, if that happens, fuck me, we've called it again. I feel like the main event's going to be like a six-man tag or something, and then it'll lead to the following week at All Out. It'll be a one-on-one. Nah, it's too big. Too big, it'll be a title match. I bet you. Title match. <coughs> enough, mate. Or it'll be an exhibition. Like... Mm. Uh, a rematch of Kenny Omega and uh, Will Ospreay from New Japan or something like that. 
But I think if you're going to attempt to do a 90,000 stadium, you've got to put a big match on. It's going to have to be a WrestleMania-style match in AEW terms. I feel like they're going to get a lot of, like, celebrities, not celebrities, like, older wrestlers coming, legends Mm. and stuff, to fill it all up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... I would see more them aiming it all out. Mm. Is it all out, the, other, the one that's going to be next? Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. say that that would be the smaller show. I think they're going balls fucking deep with this. Going all in. Yeah, yeah literally. And to sell out a 90,000, they're going to want to put something yeah. on big. Um, and also, I've, I've recently been in touch with Warner Brothers. <laughs> Have you? Genuinely, yeah. yeah. I've, I've uh, been in touch with Warner Brothers, um, AEW department, trying to get some um, press passes for interviews. So if you're listening, please get back to me. It would be really nice to get something back so we can, you know, do some interviews. That would be lovely. Here's why I think, Johnny, please, that, that that'll be a massive main event because this ain't WWE. If you were... If, if you were Saying to me, this is WWE putting this on, I would agree with you. But this is Tony Khan, mm. who lives around Fulham. Yeah. And knows would know the hardcore wrestling audience. Yeah. They and were going to buy They wanted to buy Wembley at one point. Yeah. So. And I think that this is his big show. Yeah. Not, not the one after. Yeah. Do WWE come back next year and say WrestleMania? He's coming to the UK. So, and no. it's, honestly, this, this like, when Money in the Bank was announced, and, and obviously, what, literally a week later or two weeks later, AEW announced that they were coming to the UK at some point. Um, I do remember thinking, oh, fuck me, I would, would they have the balls to go for Wembley just to go, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. This I think is, they'd have the we've, balls. We've seen the backlash that you got for ticket prices and this tiny ass... And, like I know I've I've been to the dome before a couple of times to see gigs and this, that and the other. It's sixteen thousand. Yeah. Go all out, man. You know Absolutely. I'm sorry, but we said that from the beginning. Yeah. We said that why he, this is not why money in the bank's not in a stadium is yeah. unbelievable. You it's got a, plenty to pick from, man, for fuck's sake. But Tony Khan's done the right thing. He's waited to see. The I backlash mean, that WWE have got from this pay per view and gone fuck it, man, let's go for it. I mean, it. WWE probably don't give a shit, mm. right? But the bottom line is, is they've made a real faux pas here. Yeah, they've fucked up. They've let AEW in literally yeah. to do this because putting it in the O2 Arena was a massive mistake. Yeah, the prices, the prices were yeah. a mistake. They really were, and. It's all right for money, mm. but visually, it's what AEW's looking for. They are they are not looking for like, oh, this is going to be an amazing show. They're going to do an amazing show, but their mm. biggest thing is that visual yeah. that sends a message to everyone that says this stadium is full. Do you know the way that I, the, I was? I was talking to my other half last night about this, saying like, oh. like this is definitely one thing that I know we're going to talk about. So you got to think this from a global perspective. This is how, yep. I, how I put it to her. How well known is the O2 around the world? Pretty well known. Pretty. How well known is Wembley? Massively well known. It's the home of football and England. Whether maybe. you know it is the old Wembley with the two towers 
whether you know it as the new Wembley with the arch, yep. everybody around the world knows Wembley Stadium and what it stands for and its history. This wasn't a hundredth year as well, was it? Exactly. It is. And what you want to, what they want to do is they want that visual. They want to be able to put on TV the next week that that stadium's full and show that picture because yeah. that picture says a thousand words. That picture and that pay-per-view is going to stand the test of time. It's it's more. I'm looking at it more business, Stu. I'm oh, no, at, that's what I mean. I'm looking yeah. at it like, you know how you said about worldwide? Yeah. What they're showing is that they've, they've, they've come out of America, mm-hmm. right? Go to Britain, where everyone's like, uh, will AEW be all right anywhere outside of America? And they're going to bang 100,000 people or yeah. attempt to in a stadium. If they pull that off and that visual is shown on Dynamite the next week, they can go to anyone and go, like yeah. business-wise, go, look at what we just done. We've, yeah, with 90,000 Wembley, done it. Yeah. It's massive for right. them. Yeah. As, if you're number two... Mm. As a company, you want to make a statement similar to how WCW did, and this is their opportunity to yeah. make a statement. You would never think there'd be another promotion, wrestling promotion, almost trying to sell out Wembley. Mm. And they've never. also got WWE because 30 years ago, they kept going on about that. We, were, we loved it. We were in Wales, but they kept showing like back 30 years ago, yeah. SummerSlam at Wembley. You weren't at Wembley, guys. <laughs> no. Yes, you were in Wales. It was lovely for Wales, but the statement would have been to do it at Wembley. Yeah, history repeating. Yep. But, yeah, you shit the bed on that one. First and, and, one years to the day that mm. SummerSlam was held as well, yeah. the show was going to be on. Yeah. Th- that is on purpose. A- again, yeah. Brilliant, They're trying brilliant to marketing. make a statement. Mm. And, th- and the prices reflect that. Yep. The prices are nearly half of what WWE's are. Yes. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Clever move. Frankly, look, from a business you, point of view, that's a clever move. You can go, I mean, it's the bleeders, fair enough, but we were up there in Wales. You can go across the whole top for 30 quid. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it? I mean, your, your top like your top tier price, you know, your front row is... 1,500. How much was Clash at the Castle? I can't remember, but, but you're talking yeah. the premium side. The high-end tickets are around about, me and Stu were discussing it earlier, around about £175 pounds yeah. for a high-end ticket. Yeah. Whereas WWE, when you were going high-end, even at Clash of the Castle, you were looking at 800 Yeah. Yeah. Because as you were going on Ticketmaster and looking through, yeah. you see what I mean? Mm. And it, madness. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly clever. Madness. Incredibly clever. Shall we... Um, because well, I feel honestly, I feel we could talk about this for quite some time. Could. But should we crack on with some other news? Yeah, I've only got one other thing. Um, I've got a couple. It is Dungeon Wrestling. It is Bret Hart's yes. son, Blade, has started up Stampede Wrestling, and it is really good. Really, you've got um, Nick Aldis is the world champion. Mm. I never knew the that. Billington, Neither did I until. Uh, yeah, Billington Boys, which is Dynamite Kids, yeah, are um, tag team champions. It's it's a really good show. Yeah, they've been. They've really, have they got people like Lance Storm and people like that involved. I don't that know. would be really nice. If they Bret got Hart. some of the old Stampede yeah, yeah, Boys. Yeah, Bret Absolutely. Hart has some saying and helps out backstage as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. It's I imagine good. Bruce. Is Bruce? 
I'm not sure. Where can you watch Bruce, it? Bruce, be involved. Or... There's some stuff on YouTube. They've only, they haven't, they've been going for about a year now. They've just had their third event, big right. event. Um, and I think they have a weekly show as well. But I think you can probably find it on YouTube. Okay. I'll try I'll and find the links to it and send it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're doing big shows. That's a great coup, Nick Alders. Mm. Yeah, he's their champion. He defeated Chris Masters for the title. Yeah, I saw that match. I didn't know that that was that. I thought that was just an independent. No, nah, yeah, I think he... No, was it um, Nick Aldis defeated David Boy Smith's son, mm. uh, David Smith, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And is he there? Yeah, he's there as well. Um, they've got some a lot of names I'm not sure about. The Bollywood Boys are there. Aren't the, Bolly, aren't, aren't the Bollywood Boys uh, the Singh Brothers? Yes, I think so. Bret really? Hart, Bret Hart's a massive fan of them. He loves them. You know who Randy Orton yeah, used yeah. to just fucking throw Rand yeah. everywhere? I'm yeah, sure it's them. I don't yeah. know. I'm okay. pretty sure it's they're really good. Yeah, they've, they've got quite a good little, little roster. Well, funny you should mention Nick Aldis. Just bring it up slowly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and get the heritage there. And that's what they're saying. Because the world title is the Stu Hart Heritage Championship. Brilliant. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'd nice. like to see like trainers or people involved. Like you like I mean Jericho obviously was trainer, but he's in AEW. But Lance Storm would be a good shout mm. to bring in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 As I was saying, yeah, Nick Aldis, funny you should mention him. Um he's um recently made uh, public that he wants to work with two people very soon. Uh one being Akada. Okay. And the other one being Sakada. Right, well, then he wants to go to New Japan. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was the kind of um, answer I was expecting. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. that kind of answer. But, yeah, I mean, Christ, if that ever happened, I'd, yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah. yeah. I think that Aldis would have uh, been really good in the concept that we discussed, where he would have gone on that Cornet anti-AEW uh, yes, yeah. thing. Yes. Like, been like, I'm a traditional wrestler and built a yeah. stable and really gone to town with it like a heat yeah, magnet. Yeah. I think mm. that would have worked. That would have been good. But he has just signed with Impact, doesn't he? I think. Yeah. He has. Yes, yeah. yes. Which Impact's doing really well as yeah. well. I'm surprised, no one, I'm surprised no one took a look at him, AEW or WWE. I really am. Got another little segue when you mentioned the word resigning, oh. um, which is also going to lead me onto a little bit of a rant afterwards. So I do apologise. It'll be done very quick. Um, Will Ospreay looks set to um, re-sign with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, his contract actually runs out on the 20, 24 in February. Um, but obviously he is now the 1GP, 1GW title holder. Okay. Quite recently run it, I believe. Uh, won it, I believe. Um, <laughs> and this leads me on to my little rant. Um, we've we got like, you know, a bit of a code of conduct to do with our um, community page. Um, recently, there was a little bit of, um, should we say, bad words. You always get one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cutting the story, long story short, don't be a fucking dick on the community page to other people. Like, there's no need for it. I'm sorry. We, we're just doing this for fun, you know, and... Um, and if you're going to be a fucking asshole, fuck off. You'll be kicked out, whoever you are. I don't yeah. care if you're fucking Vince McMahon in there. Yeah. You'll be kicked out. Quite right. Uh, because we do this for fun. Yeah. We don't do this to... Uh, we, we, we like constructive criticism. We're all for debate. But Absolutely. We don't, we don't do this like as a real serious thing. 
we do this as a group of three guys who love wrestling, getting together, having a chat, and, yeah. and trying to entertain you guys. Yeah. If that happens, great. If it doesn't, fair enough. But we love it. Yeah. So We like what we do. Yeah. But what we are not going to tolerate is people acting like a fucking arsehole. Mm. Or people in our community uh, attacking people in our community. Yeah, not going to stand for it. Um, so, yeah, that that's my rant over with. Um, I'm not going to tolerate people, and I know Johnny and James feel the same way about this. I won't tolerate people going after other people on a, on a you know, verbal base. You're right. I'm not going to go up, you know, I'm not going to stand for uh, people going after people on a personal level. Um, and quite frankly, stuff like that is quite dickish. So you will be kicked out of the group and I can quite happily say, go fuck yourself. Mm. Yeah, I've got nothing to add to it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So the thing is, the thing is, I know that Johnny takes it like all in his strands up, but he has actually been attacked the most. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of everyone, the pe- yeah. I've had to ban two people uh, because of Johnny. They just come to me. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why. I don't know why I've done wrong. <laughs> I, well, it was, you know, the, I mean, this Will Ospreay one, I'm pretty sure everyone's seen it. There was quite a few likes and laugh emojis on this certain person's uh, words. Um, and, yeah, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll quite happily tolerate it for a while. But, you know, one of our fellow That's... listeners actually stuck up for me. Um, yeah. And I was just going to ride it out, to be honest. I couldn't give a, you know, couldn't give a monkeys. But then he actually started going for the guy who was trying to defend what we do as a bit of fun. And um, yeah, so long, mate. You, you're out. <laughs> get out. Yeah, yeah. Literally, get out. The the thing is as well is we see you guys. Any of you try hard like insecure little trolls? We see you from a mile off. Yeah. The, the individual who it was, who I'm not going to name, no, was on not. all of our radar as admins for ages. Mm. It They'd wasn't like he was I'd some sort of once. smart, amazing individual. We we basically give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And, and you were just proving yourself to be a dick, quite yeah. frankly. Um, so, but I don't give a shit. I mean, if you want to come in and have any sort of debates, that's great. It doesn't bother well, me. See, this, this is what we enjoy. We do love a debate, you know. Um we're all for it. Opinions are absolutely great. As long as, as yeah, want. as long as everyone's opinion is respected. Absolutely. It, in terms of it not being offensive. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. That's plain and simple. Don't be a dick yeah. to it, to anyone. There's no need for it. This is it's a community page. It's fun. That's all it is. Don't be a dick. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Right. The problem is, I will say this: you got to be careful. <laughs> you ain't letting it go, is he? No. <laughs> I, I, I haven't said anything. I haven't said something. No, I, I'm just going to say what what we have to be careful of, and, and we have to make this totally clear. We love a good laugh and charming yeah, about because what happens is if you give the speech like that, it's called, what ha- usually happens is especially with. Bad, yeah. and I will call you that if you try it, bad trolls, because I actually quite like trolling. It's quite fun if you do it in a nice <laughs> way. You are really crap at it. The people who are coming in, we can see you from a mile off, mm. right? We actually really like fun. You've got to be careful when you do that, that you don't feed them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because if you go, don't be an arsehole, if you get an absolute loser prick in the, in the thing, they're going to 
go for attention because they don't get any attention. So yeah. the only way they can get it is from behind the keyboards. Yeah. And yeah. it's like because they're pussies and it, it, you have to be careful. But I couldn't give a shit, mm. quite frankly. I quite enjoy calling them out. I give oh, that I know, guy, yeah. I, I give that guy a right wrecking <laughs> on the uh, page, so I can give a shit. To be honest, <laughs> and and all I'll do is I'll I'll wreck you, and I won't even let you respond, you pricks. I'll ban you oh, straight I'll away. Ban, I'll ban him before. So you. I don't care. Um, I've just got one last um bit of news to bring up, um, which is a bit of a two-parter, really. How are we feeling about so far? WWE's draft and the possible and rumoured matches WWE Backlash too early it's too early to tell for me too early we've only had round one as as we're speaking now and and a few NXT call ups I think that (sighs) Raw I think I'd be able to give you a better answer after Raw I'm slightly concerned Uh I am do you know what? I'm not slightly concerned now that, and I know Vince is not meant to be in control of creativity. However, this is where my problem lies. Okay. I am worried about them coming up because you've got some damn good wrestlers, one of which is making a return, which is obviously Apollo Crews. Okay. Right. I think that's a Is he coming up? He's back on Raw. Is he? Yeah. So, also, you've got, I've got a list of those from um, NXT that are being called up. You've got JD, Mc, I never pronounce his name right. JD Mc, McDonough. Be really good in the judgment, Doug. Zoe Stark. Really good. Yeah, see, and I've, I've put in brackets next to her. I, she was one of my standout performers for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, w- I would like to see, and I think we talked about this before, I would like to see a mid card mm. woman's title introduced. Like an intercontinental stage title, and I think that someone like Zoe Stark and other people could really benefit yeah. off of that. Well, funny you should say that as well. The other one that was brought up is current NXT Women's Champion Indy Hartwell. Oh, we did see that, yes. And current NXT Women's Tag Champs Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. Yes. I don't really understand why the champions have been uh, brought up, but yeah. I'll let it play out. Yeah, I, I want to see where this goes, but I am slightly concerned for them. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna slate it yet. And is it still going on this Monday as well? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and and I think that will continue on SmackDown. I think they'll do yeah, another yeah, yeah. round. Yeah, the plan is, to, uh, according to Triple H, to change fifty percent of the roster. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, you're going to uh, really spice things up. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the idea. So. I mean, a good move, in my opinion, is Imperium going to Raw. Mm-hmm. I quite like that move yeah. because I think that that now... I think Bobby Lashley as well went to SmackDown. I like yeah, that move. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't think him and Roman have crossed paths yet. No. Have they? Have they crossed paths in this reign? No, I don't think so. No. no. So what about the rumoured uh, matches for um, Backlash at the moment? Is a backlash. So we have obviously Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Right. How do we feel about that? All right. All mm. right. As long as they do it properly. Mm. Yeah. You got Matt Riddle, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens against uh, the Bloodline. Looking forward to it after SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Now, now that uh, 
the Usos have upset Roman Reigns even yeah. more. Uh, I'd like to see where this goes. Yeah, I, I'm worried it's going to get milked, though. That's my only issue. I want to see where it goes, but I just don't want them to fucking drag it out. Well, And I know that this storyline's been going on for, like, three yeah. fucking years, but, you know, well, but in, now, obviously, Riddle's been thrown into it as well. In, in my opinion, the Bloodline storyline should come to an end after a thousand and one days. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Because so. why are we keeping... Reigns on at the moment as champion, yeah. the thousand days. I believe it should end very, very close to the mm. thousand days now yeah. because he can't be champion for four years and break uh, <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan's yeah. record, can he? I mean, what Bruno is Bruno San Martino, six years. No, Bob Backlund is six years, I think. Right, Bob Backlund's disputed. So, because <laughs> this is because Antonio Inoki oh, now. Yeah, yeah. Is mm. is being recognised as being WWF champion, which is from I think I think yeah. because of him dying and him passing away, I should say more. That's and Babs, I think he's an amazing innovator. Fucking uh, he was obviously WWF champion, but it was yeah. never recognised. Yeah. But after his death, if they do recognise it, which they did on SmackDown, do you remember they said he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would break Backman's cycle. Yeah, I don't think they'll bring it back up again. I think they've just done it for that. And also, it's very handy. I mean, Bob Beckman would be pissed off, but it's very mm. handy for Roman Reigns to go up a little notch. Mm. To go from number four to number three. Yeah. <laughs> so, other ones we've got on the uh, Backlash card is Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Uh, I like I, Trish's heel. I, I do. don't mind this, but I don't see where we're going no. at the moment. And to me, it's just a legend versus a, a star yeah. match. Yeah. Um, I'm actually quite looking forward to this next one because uh, I've genuinely been impressed with the matches he's had. And there ain't been many. And that's Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest. Is it one-on-one? I, I believe it was. I, I, I thought it was a street fight. fight. Oh, is it? Yeah. I. You've got to admit, as far as celebrity yeah. involvements... He's learned. He's not a big, like, I'm not, a, I think we talked about this on the last yeah. podcast. I'm not a big fan of celebrities anyway. No, no, I'm not, but. And and he. He's put the effort in, man. Yeah, he's good, but at the same time for me, I'm not really interested in Bad Bunny as a celebrity. No, no, I couldn't. No, I, I, I don't, no, do you I don't understand what I mean? No. So I'm not. <sighs> but but take I mean, it or leave it. I hope got, it's good. You know, you've got to right. think as well, it's in his hometown. Yeah. You know, it's home territory. So they got Yeah, well, that's you know, why he's on there. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, you've also got Rhea Ripley versus Selena Vega for the SmackDown women's title. Easy first uh, title retention. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this I, I don't get. Seth Rollins versus Omos. This feels like Vince. Yeah. And lastly, that is uh, confirmed is Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed for the US title. I think that could be a sleeper of a good match. Yeah. I I've, like Bronson. I do. I do, purely because um, taking my last name, that was my late daughter's <laughs> name. Yeah, I, I, f- I really like Bronson Reed. I think <laughs> I he's do. potentially good. Yeah, yeah. very I good. Do. I think yeah. he could add, if you watch it just as a match, I think he could add mm. a lot of spice to it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. There ends my news. There ends our Has news. Has anyone else got anything? What no. about the title? Has anyone oh. talked about the title? Uh, nothing yet. We'll have to talk about it, won't we? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Oh, we haven't <laughs> talked about it on the news. No, because no, no. nothing's been said. 
There's a new title. Oh, there's yeah. There's a new title. Oh, sorry, mate. I thought you were on about a title <laughs> match for... Um, I, 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 I think that's... I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think that's the biggest news of the yeah, whole... Yeah, absolutely. I you don't know. like the design. Next I do. <laughs> Fuck the barrier. It's the old WCW title with a sticker just stuck on What's wrong with that? I like, <laughs> I like the idea of making Pair it... Of pricks. I like the idea of the winged eagle being incorporated. Yeah. I'd love to see that back. I would have liked to have seen that mm. because to me the World Heavyweight Championship reminds me of WCW yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah. NWA. It doesn't remind me of the lineage of WWF. The Winged Eagle does yeah. to me. Yeah. I think of Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, yeah. Johnny Reggae, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dan, How- Dan Housen, Bret Hart, me, yeah. Shawn Michaels, and all that people James like Mead. that. I don't want my last name on there. I met it in that hell. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, James yeah uh, yeah I I would prefer it to have been the win, winged eagle but I'm not bothered as long as they do it right that's it that's yeah. what it comes down to as long as it's done right that's all that matters so it's going on raw we've, we've have this is not the way that we wanted it to happen we wanted to split with Roman didn't we but yeah. who but do you think is going to be the first holder what happens Seth if Roman wins? yeah so what happens if Roman wins it somehow <laughs> then we get another thousand days. <laughs> would it shock you if they did send like that? No, I thought they might no. <laughs> I, I it, it would not surprise me at all. And no. This is taking place on Night of Champions, which is no longer King of the Ring, Ooh. which we thought it was. Did, that was and a so, man oh, move, wasn't it? Unless Roman comes in at the last end to win money at the bank and then takes the title off of Seth. I don't think money in the bank happens before, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, you know, I mean, if he gets the t- if he gets that title, and then Roman Reigns goes for money in the bank. The one person I don't want to see it uh, wrapped around the waist of is Cody Rhodes. No, I, right I, no, I because not. I think that it comes across that you're trying to actually patchwork something. Yeah, and I'd rather, in the end, he, he finally did mm. get Roman. Yeah. If deep down, I like Cody's story. I do, yeah. Because I think people who shit on it, I think in a way, and this this is going to sound quite harsh, but this is, again, my opinion. I think if you're shitting on Cody's story, you're shitting on Dustin's and Dusty's as well. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what the story's all about. Those guys this, never got the title. And this, this is, is a, a legacy fam- story. Yeah. It's a legacy story. Yeah, it's, it's the Rhodes family deserve to have... Regardless of whether it's Dusty or Dustin, yeah. you would have preferred, deserve to have been a WWF champion yeah. at one point, yeah, champion of New York. Yeah. And I think that Cody now is the perfect individual to do it with. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we talked about it again. I don't get the hate on Cody. I still don't. I feel sorry for Cody, actually. <clears throat> yeah. I do, because I don't think he's ever done anything wrong. No. Except for being like a good business a person, yeah, and he works yeah. his bollocks off. Yeah. Oh, is there any more news? No, mate. Oh, out. More news, Dad. Do you know what? I've just realised something. What have you realised? I've gone the entire fucking podcast and not routed out any listener comments from any of our topics. <laughs> however, I really apologise. However, 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 I have got one thing we can actually read out. Ooh. Um. Because of my absolute fuck up there and not reading out any of our listener comments, which I really do apologise about. I am a tit, clearly. 
Um, we do have some listener questions. Oh, okay. So, our first listener question comes from Kevin Tierney. <laughs> I'm going to let you answer this one first. Because okay, my answer is going to be real, <laughs> real short and sweet. Do you think Hulk Hogan is overrated? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think there was God, a time like for him. You struggled to answer I that. I did. There was a time for him. Um, and yeah, he still holds a big part of history. But yeah, I think there's times where he was slightly overrated. Mm. My answer? Go yeah, he's it. a prick. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like him. Massively overrated. I'm pretty sure, actually, I cover. I picked him as my number one most overrated wrestler. I think you may have yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, Kevin. If you like Hulk Hogan, fair play. I don't. I think he's a knob. I think he's massively overrated. Um, our next question comes from Lee Spicer. Oh. Actually, Lee's giving us three questions. Spicy. Oh, it's spicy. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Question number one. Who? Is the best female wrestler ever, in your opinion? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, just off the top of my head, oh, Bull Nakano mm. or Sensational Sherry? Okay. Maybe. I only picked Bull Nakano because she was a pick of mine a little while mm. back on an episode, but she was good. Um I Sherry was good as well. I can't answer this at the moment. Okay. Not because I'm struggling, but it's <laughs> I'm, and I'm not. You know, it's, I, it's tough. It is. I think that's a topic that we could cover yeah, again. I think so, yeah. yeah. And I, I know we've had a, a top three, you know, women's yeah. section, but I think we could I go. Think we could do it. Yeah. I yeah. Think, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I asked this next question to you earlier and I actually know you asked me and I um, had quite a simple <laughs> answer for this one. How does the bloodline story end? I simply stated Lo- Roman loses the belt. Yeah. yeah. I think that's game over. As soon as that happens, that's it. It's done. I think the Usos, Usos will leave mm. um, and it'll just all kind of... I think they'll turn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Question three. What wrestlers will get... Big pushes over the next year or so. I thought LA Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Bron Breaker. Yep. Yeah. Until I think. Eventually, when it happens, I can see Grayson Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, from an AEW point. Oh, didn't think of AEW. I need time. I need yeah. time. I, <laughs> I need time. I think again, I think that's a subject we could cover for, yeah. for a topic as well. Yeah. Um yeah, LA Knights are definite. It needs to happen soon. Age is not yeah. on his size. Aid and Braun Breaker, I think as well. What's the what's the James is back? James is back. She's back. Um question uh, final question from Lee Spicer. What wrestlers will get big pushes over the next year or so? Oh, it's difficult. I mean uh, we've we've both said um LA Knight. Johnny said Braun Breaker. I think LA Knight will. I mean, there's there is plans for mm. LA Knight to win the Money in the Bank. That was the that's what yeah. I've heard that over and over again from the rumor mill. My other one was Grayson Waller. Yeah, I, I'm not sold on him. I I don't mind. I like, him. I like him because he's a bit of a prick. Yeah, his character's a prick, and I, I found it fucking him. hilarious. 
Who do I think will get a major push? I like Chad Gable too. So do I. Yeah, Even actually. Lewis, I wouldn't mind. I think he's really good. I'm just wondering mm. if the damage is done to Chad Gable. Like he's be- he's become a little bit of a joke with the shoosh and all that. And it's oh, difficult to it's difficult to take someone like that seriously at the top. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's... It, uh, Brunt Breaker. Yeah. Um, and then I did say to Johnny, what about AEW? Ricky Starks. Yeah, absolutely. For me. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. That's what I'd like to say. Mm. But I don't know. Yeah. I think I think AEW's got more of a... Uh, it's it, it's more adaptable. It's more multiple yes. than WWE, yes, for sure. It could, be, it could be a lot of people. Mm. Could be. Yeah. And final question comes from Jerry White. Um, again, I think this is another one we could possibly use as a future topic as well. Uh, what is your pick for the best WCW and WWF hardcore title match? Half oh, topic. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah, worst. We'll, worst. Um, yeah, Jerry, we'll, we're going to come back to that one as well. Yes. Yeah, I think that's that's also another good um, topic for us to uh, come back to. Yes. Um, so that's that's that, isn't it? That's there we go. Yes. All we have left now. Is Shawn Michaels' Shakespeare reading? Well, wow. uh, oh. oh, hold oh. on one second. I'm just going to um, announce again what James's picks for the topics were. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, just which yeah. Uh, so for episode 18, James has picked our top three best wrestlers outside of WWE now, and his. <laughs> I say his. I, I hinted at it and he yeah, went for it. This is actually yours. Yeah, technically this is mine. So worst moment from the Dungeon of Doom. All best. Best and worst. There's no best. Some yeah, people might worst. like it. Then they're fucking I tell you wrong. what, there's some WCW fucking diehards who would defend it. <laughs> You're a bunch of dicks. Are we reviewing the Slammy Awards 1987 as well? I would, oh. I would like to. Yeah, so our shite match, well, it's not even a shite match review. Um, we're watching the shite Slammy Awards from 1987 I, review. I found, Johnny, yeah, we can watch it together. We could all watch it together. <laughs> I think we need to do that. I think if, we should. If I'm not able to we come up here. We can do the bit at the end, like sing along. <laughs> if I'm not able to come up here because of work or anything else, I'll FaceTime you two while I'm watching it. No, it'll be, it right. will be amazing. Okay. I will be singing Pile Driver by Coco Beware. Yeah. And Jesse and Festus. Biscuits Ray and gravy. In the style of James Blunt. Blunt, that's the one. I need to... What, yeah. what style am I doing Pile Driver in? Coco Beware. Coco Beware. <laughs> I think, truthfully, that WWF thought Coco could sing. If because fucking Kamala could sing, for fuck's sake. Oh, that was Memphis, wasn't it? Yeah. That was Memphis, I think. I've actually got one of his songs I will be busting out at some point. Oh, it's oh. very good. But I'll tell you what, I mean, I was so pleased because, as I've said, I'm one judge's biggest fans this part. When I saw the 1987 Slammy Awards, <laughs> I'd never seen that before. And I watched, uh, like, I skipped through it. And there are songs aplenty. There, I mean... Fuck me, Johnny. You've got a whole year's oh, yeah. worth I've of got, content off of that. I've made a list already. I'm going to work my way through. I mean, there's the Honky Tonk Man comes on and sings his theme tune. I thought he did anyway, didn't he? What? No, on, on, the, on stage. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, we also have the promos. 
We yeah, we decided we were going to wait until the next episode. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. So I'm going to hold on. Then I'm going to wait. Yeah, I wouldn't make yours any longer. I try. No, I'm not going to try and condense it if you can. I can't. So I can't, can't you? No, I can't. So shall we say our farewells now, and then you lead us into the Heartbreak Kid Shakespearean style remix. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, thanks as always to everyone that's uh, listening to us. And I'm so sorry again to everyone that got involved with um, those topics that I forgot to read. I am a shit host. I do apologise. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. <laughs> we'll have a look at them. And if there's any that are not really oh, relevant there, to there the were time. There were some good ones. Relevant to the time. We'll do them next time. Okay. No worries. That's fair. So, yeah, my apologies again to everyone. And thanks for getting involved as always. And congratulations to our competition winner as well. Get in touch with me. Send us your um, your address and I'll get that sent out to you as soon as possible. So take care from me, Stu. Me, Johnny. And me, James. Hit it, Johnny. Now, this is Shawn Michaels in the style of Shakespeare. And I, and I, have done, I have done this the very best I can. So if there's a couple of words I get wrong, I apologise, Okay. I don't know why you're looking at me. I, don't, I, I know that I study like uh, ancient literature and stuff, okay. but I ain't got a clue. Oh. Oh, Sean. I be think I'm cute. I know if I'm sexy. Beautiful. I did get the looks. Yond driveth the girls wild. I've did get the moves. Yon very much moveth them. <laughs> I send of chills. It's amazing. Up and down those spines. I'm just a sexy knave. <laughs> sexy knave. <laughs> I'm not your knave toy. Knave toy. Can imagine being in the shoes of royal court hearing this. I'm just a sexy knave. Sexy knave. I make of them hot. Yes. I make of them shiver. Their hams receive weak. <coughs> That's clever. Whenever I'm around. Those gents see me walk of. Those gents hear of me talk of. <coughs> I make them <coughs> a fear. <coughs> like of those... Gents are on cloud nine. I'm just a sexy knave. Sexy knave. Sexy knave. <laughs> I'm not thou knave toy. Knave toy. I'm just a sexy knave. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thou knave toy. Knave toy. Consume their heart out, girls. Hands off thou merchandise. That was beautiful. I could imagine, like, it's up there with Hamlet and Macbeth, isn't it? I mean, it's beautiful. Thou heartbreak kid has left the building. <laughs> it's beautiful. Stunning. I, I, I really enjoyed that, Johnny. Now, you know, I don't know what to say, really. Uh, I am gobsmacked. I'm speechless, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm speechless how much work Johnny puts it. It is, it is true. That's that's. I'm gonna try and get that on TikTok. <laughs> you should, you, we should all try and get that on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. No, I'm not really. No. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. Thank you very much. Goodbye. To be or not to be.
Not, not to be. be. Layers. Bye.